live from Gotham City. <laughs> it's Super Gamecast 2. That was last week, Bronson. Last week was the Batman trailer. God damn it. What did I do last week? No, we fucked up last week. because we, we had fucked the, up uh, last week. Because we had the weird fucked up uh, frame drops. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. That's Technology. Yeah, um, no, everything in this stream always works 100% all the time. All the time. No, I don't know what we're talking about even. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Super Gamecast 2. My name is Aaron. I am joined by Bronson Fiore. You guys know him. We're also joined by Anthony Ta. How you doing, Anthony? Greetings. Doing all right on this rainy Sunday morning. West right? Coast is getting drenched. Good. Yeah. We need it. We need yeah. it so we bad. Um, yeah, we're it's, getting it's, it. Uh, it's very weird. <laughs> uh, living oh. in a desert and it just been kind of being cloudy and it basically has been looking like San Francisco Monterey Seattle for like the last week. Nice. It's, it's so weird. It's it's been so nice though. Like like I I've been trying to go on more like afternoon walks after work or right? mm-hmm. evening walks and just like it's so just smells better, feels better, um everything. All is 100% here, at least for the week. Yeah, uh, I will say, I will say, uh, so I had my blood thinner test on Friday. Yes, let's get the health update. Yeah, How so, you doing? so yeah, no, uh, for those of you know, don't, who are new to this show, I have several health things going on. But, mm. uh, so we tried to take me off blood thinners. Because we're like, well, it's been two years, you might be able to go off them. No, it turns out I have a blood clotting disorder, so I need to be on those until I'm dead. Um, Jesus Christ. Or I, it's likely, I'll, if I don't get on them, it's likely I get a pulmonary embolism and die. So, uh, yeah. So, okay. and, and proof was in the pudding, because three weeks into this, I got a blood clot in my leg. So, oh my god. So That came up pretty quick, didn't it? It fucking Johnny on the spot too. Best part is it came up mm-hmm. even when like starting to like go for walks and exercise and shit. Dude, so, no. Uh, so it's like, no, dude, you definitely have a blood clotting problem. Right. Like super great, awesome. So, they're trying to transition me onto the blood thinners again, and you have to get what is known as your INR, your like clotting statistics mm-hmm. up to a certain point. Uh, so what they do is they test you like a diabetic. They go, boop, bleed you, run run it, and tell you what your stat is. You need to be between a 2 and a 3. Above a 3, that means you bleed out way too easily, and that's dangerous. Ab- below a 2, it means your blood still clots too much, and you're in danger of blood clotting problems. So mm-hmm. um, I came in, and I got a 1.5 even after doing the shots and doing the – because I've been having to stick – Yes, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even after doing the shots and taking uh, my my normal blood thinners, they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna up your dosage for blood thinner for the weekend, uh, mm-hmm. and put you back on the shots for the weekend. Which my lovely pharmacy did not have the shots, so I need to talk to them about that, my yeah. doctor. And then you know, t- and I'm taking like I took the first day of the up dosage. And I felt like I went on a bad drug trip without taking drugs. Like <laughs> great. Like I took so like I took them on Friday night and like lied down for a minute because I was like I don't feel good. And yeah. like and then I woke up and was just like oh, blah, blah. 
And then, oh, like, I got God. up too fast, not expecting, like, my leg to be weak. And, like, I, it, it just caves. And, like, I snap off part of my toenail. Ah! And just bleed on my, my, new, bla my new sheet I just got. Damn. That was cool. So my destiny sheet now has some blood on it. Cool. Uh, just like a real That's guardian. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you think Savala doesn't have blood on his sheets? He does. <laughs> um Okay. <coughs> wow. What so, you're feeling how are you feeling right now? Um, other than the fact that my sleep was fucking awful. Uh -huh. Like it is just awful on this shit, dude. Like I'm just like fading in and fucking out of reality. <laughs> I'm fucking just like, like I'm getting sleep. It's happening, but it doesn't always feel like it. Like I feel like I'm, you know, it's a good uh, comparison for it. I feel like I'm Doctor Strange when he gets first gets put into the fucking like multiverse. Yeah. Like that 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 scene. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> except except you don't come back thinking, how do you do that? No, right. I. You, you I, come back thinking, please make it go away. <laughs> I come back thinking like, fuck, I can't wait to drop this dosage again. Cause it's a 20-minute movie of just like, fuck that. <laughs> Credits roll. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, you want to you talk about fucking nightmare experiences. That's, mm -hmm. it's, it is up there, buddy. Let me tell yeah. you. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, that's kind of the place where that is. Okay. Um, and then, <coughs> excuse me. So, other than that, though, I've been actually feeling pretty fine. Um, like, been trying to be more active. Um, you know, as a whole, been eating better. Like, my breakfast today was two oranges and water. Uh, okay, that's a lot of oranges. I like it. Uh, I'm not a big breakfast guy, so it's like it's not. It's I not. Get it. Yeah, like it's not. I'm not like oh super big. Breakfast. I wake up like m minutes before we get ready to prep, and so my my breakfast is this coffee. Yeah, like mm -hmm. I I wake up at like nine nine thirty just to like make sure I caught all the news stories for the week and uh, have some water and whatnot. And uh, no, it's 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 one of those things where like today I was just like I I really need to eat breakfast because I'm gonna feel like shit before this show. That's one thing about this blood thinner is I definitely also need to eat. Like, sure. holy shit. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Because, like, if I don't eat, that Doctor Strange trip gets even fucking worse. Uh, it's it's just like, whoa. Gotta dilute, uh, gotta dilute the chemicals. Yeah, so, yeah, no. I definitely need to talk to my blood doctor about, like, hey, I shouldn't go on a psychedelic trip every time I go to bed, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and not I'm not like, just seeing uh, Elvis in my uh, fridge. Uh, Elvis is banging if, me. I, what? If you if you mention that, uh, let's just hope that they don't just say, "Oh, you're having psychedelic drugs here. Add another drug, and another drug." Yeah, yeah, no. And another that's, drug. That's where I start start fucking it's, drawing I, I the would line. Be care, I would probably be careful about that part. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you have a symptom. Here's another one. Also, I don't know why it didn't pop up, but we did get a follower during this. Uh, thank you, Dream hey. Chaser Berto. Wow, thank our, you. I don't know thank if our you. shit's broken or if it just happened before the podcast started. So, um, sorry. Oh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, 
So, so yeah, like it, it, it's that. So they yeah, health update, uh, slowly improving. My work schedule does not make that shit easy, and it has definitely right. been affecting my work. Like mm-hmm. I got like I got like I was like, hey man, is there a reason why like your your like on call time is low the past two days? It's like well because I go to the other room to sit down for a minute and get away from humanity and like you know trip out yeah so yeah um god damn it dude they've at least been understanding about like going to doctor's appointments though i think it's mainly because it's like a heart and blood thing because like yeah yeah bronson for a drops dead in middle of call that's not gonna be good for the customer service score yeah, they brought uh, as a whole. And if I live the lawsuit, I'm sure they would incur. They would love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, they they've been very yeah. good. Uh, yeah, heart heart issues, not fun. No. Yeah. So, so, uh, I I don't know, kids. Don't get and like I actually I checked with my mom's side of the family because my dad's side doesn't have anything like this. So hmm. apparently, on my mom's dad's side of the family. Uh, that we don't know the blood relatives too well. The paternal grandfather had something like this as well. So, mm. um, so yeah. Um, okay. So found that out. So found out why that was interesting as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It was, it's. I guess my advice to people is don't get a blood disorder. Or if you do get one, make sure you're healthy when it happens. Cause right. Because, like, like, you know, I, I'm trying to get healthier while this is going on makes it an even harder task. Yep. You know, it, it, yep. It is, the, is the reality of it. Um, you know. God so. damn. That sucks. Well, yeah, um, I hope you've been enjoying yourself regardless somehow. Um, you know, I, I've been watching a lot of movies cool. uh, and playing some video games. All right. Um, well, nice. Nice. Uh, what do we want to do first? Do we want to, what do we want to just catch up on, on our daily lives first before we jump into the video games? Um, yeah, man. What, anything new on your end? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. Uh, I did go and see uh, James Bond's No Time to Die. I heard that was all uh, right. In theaters. And I had a blast. That That is a fun movie. And they they took a risk at the end of that movie that I respect and appreciate. Um, Bond fans are pissed. It's. I found that out later, like going looking at the the James Bond subreddit. People are pissed. I um, I, I have that move. I have all of his movies on uh, the Daniel Craig Bond movies on 4K Blu-ray. Like I picked up the uh, set. So nice. I'm, I'm gonna. The plan is because Stephanie's never seen them. We're gonna burn right. through. We're gonna burn through all four of those and then watch that when it hits on Blu-ray. Hell yeah, man! It's a. It, that's a good time. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um so yeah and then i also saw it on uh screen x which is another gimmicky thing that the theaters have created to try and get you to spend more money um okay what is this screen x 
Screen X. So, okay, so I found out about this a couple days ago. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast before, I enjoy 3D in movies. I'm, a, I'm in the minority here. I have no problems with watching 3D, and depending on the movie, I get something out of it. I like it, and I'm willing to spend the extra three, bu- three bucks or whatever. Um, so then I tried D-Box, and that's just unfortunate. That's just bad. That Don't do that. Like, no, you go to D-Box for very select movies. Even then, like, you no, know. Pacific Rim I, I, and Godzilla D-Box. I'm sure, it was, I'm sure it was all right, but, man, like, Boomtown. If you guys remember Boomtown over in uh, wherever that's called, in, in Reno or Verde. Sparks or whatever. That's yeah, not Sparks. Verde. Verde, yeah. They have, a, they have a 3D ride that sold me on the idea of D-Box for a movie. But a roller coaster, like a ten-minute virtual roller coaster, versus a two-hour movie, uh, and I don't uh, think, like, no. like like I said, I think it fits for the right movies, and those are all. Either- I would love to see Pacific Rim, though, especially the first Pacific Rim in D box. Yeah, that would be really good. That was well worth uh, the drive to Carson. It was. Awesome. Let me tell you, Avengers Endgame. I do not advise it. Yeah, that seems like that'd be really fucking annoying in D-Box. It was very annoying. Uh, but anyway, so th- Screen X, so I found this new one, so I had to try it. Uh, and what it is, is they make the walls on the side uh, also movie screens. And so if you got a very wide uh, shot, it will project onto those sides. Um, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So it, specific movies, shot scenes uh, using that, and James Bond was one of them. Uh, so I did, and uh, it's not worth it. Shocker. I, I, I'm no, yet, so yet another sad uh, to tell everyone. I'm surprised yeah. that fucking movie theaters haven't just started using cue lights. Like, at this point, like, yeah, well, I don't know. Pay an extra dollar, we'll try the hue light thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. So like, it doesn't work cause what it really needs, if you're going to do this, it needs to be a giant curved screen instead of this flat box with the pole in the middle of on each side. So like it cuts off a little bit and then it goes to the side. And then if you're not, you know, right in it, which you need to be like up close, like even maybe even towards that front portion, um, uh, it's like grayed out a little bit. It doesn't, you know, because you're not looking directly at it. Um, it's it. It just doesn't work. There this, is one this, scene. The best part uh, about it, I'm I'm listening about this yeah. is from where I sit, where I like to sit in the movie theater I go to. This would literally be worthless to me. Right. So yeah. So, so oh yeah, you sit you sit at the very front, right? I sit row. I sit in like the second seat in row three or four. Like in that so, front portion? Yeah. Wow. Um, because, okay, so, well, no, because with the reclining seats now, it's literally perfect because no one wants to sit near you. Right. Or be up there. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. You get your own little table thing, right? Sure. Um, and because of the reclining chairs, you don't get the neck strain thing you used to get. So it's literally just like, why? But how does the screen look from there? Looks good. Looks perfectly yeah. good. You're, you're okay. Uh, it's uh, for me. It was kind of you're seeing it. The angle from what you're looking at is a little more obvious. That you're yeah. looking at it from the side. 
right. and also like the screen is if if you're a person like me who's used to sitting in the middle or the back mm -hmm. the screen is like right in front of you but aside from that you don't really lose much perspective of the film it's not like you have to like turn your head to so see the edges of 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 uh, the screen Oh yeah, uh, it's just it's just a little used to. It's not my preferred so, sitting spot, but it's not that bad, especially like Ron said with the reclined. Yeah, right, so, right. So there's two things to this seating that like so for my birthday we did uh, like literal perfect middle of the theater seating. What most people would say is perfect. Um, what I realized from that moving from my old spot is like I always feel like I'm in a movie theater when I'm in a movie theater. I don't uh -huh. get immersed in. So when people are like, we're a little bit to the right or the left, I'm like, you still know it's a fucking screen. Yeah. You still know. Mm -hmm. Why are, Why are we fucking debating this? <laughs> like, it's not like I'm fucking going into the goddamn Matrix because I'm in the center. Um, <laughs> you know, like do I you, do you like know? being in the center. Like, like, at, like when I'm at home, like I'm not even center my TV a lot of the time. Um, you know, like it's, so there's that. And then like the other thing, um, I think the middle is fine for distance. Like, obviously you're like right there. Um, mm -hmm. and the audio is good and everything. What I don't like is being all the way in the back. Um, I fucking hate it. See, and, and that's funny. Cause, uh, going to, uh, the theater with Derek the last couple times, uh, he, he demands the back. And, you know, I, I find it fine. I think it's perfectly fine. And especially sitting in the back, definitely, like, do not, probably don't get screen X because, like, shit. So that's not... my, my primary reason for not sitting on the absolute back is you get to see every single person in front of you stand up. When they yep. Do. Yep. That's, oh, uh, I had, which is, I had which my... is a little annoying. Like, when you sit, yeah. if there's one thing about sitting in the front is that whatever's happening behind you, as long as they're not making any noise, it doesn't affect you. You can't sure. be annoyed by it because you can't see it and hopefully not hear it. Uh, uh, sitting in the middle is eh, it's fine, and sitting in the back, it's like, oh man, someone's got to get up to the bathroom, and you better hope they're not blocking your view or making some gesture or trying to carry like five five buckets of popcorn. Well, right, I, I had a very around and them go like, sorry, excuse me, sorry. No, like I, I had a very yeah. brief uh, uh, bad theater moment because um, I'm like used to people like trying to whisper to each other during like action scenes and like it, I can always hear them and it's like, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but in the middle, it was like two thirds of the way through the movie. I forget if there was a conversation or something, but a guy in a couple rows ahead of me, just in the middle, just goes, okay. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Do you want to stretch? Like, you don't have to stand up, dude. And like sitting in the middle, if you're gonna be doing that, that's that's not I, okay. I just I don't just this is <laughs> I, why. I found it really funny. Like I was annoyed at the moment that he sat down. I was like, well, that was dumb. <laughs> this is why, like when I saw Venom on um, on my birthday, uh, I was so happy that the only people in the theater were me, Steph, and then two other people who were all the way in the back. It was, yeah. fucking, it was fucking perfect. That's nice. Um, That's a good um, deal. And like, ever, so we have tickets to that new My, uh, My Hero Academia movie. We're sure. Doing the, we're doing the late show on uh, Saturday. Okay. 
and I am watching the seating reservations like a hawk to see if there's anyone <laughs> around us. And currently there is no one around us. And I'm like, fuck yes. I love, yeah, I, I love the, you know what? That's not a bad idea at all. Um, Yeah, like, uh, and once again, though, like, like I compromised because Steph wanted to book, like, in the middle. Um, sure. And I'm like, okay, fine. We will book in the middle of the theater, but offset to the left. Um, that is my compromise here. And sure. I'm so fucking glad I made that decision because like right in the, like in the two, in the row behind us, there's a shit ton of people in the middle. And yep. I'm just like, yep. No, everyone wants that fucking middle seat. Uh, yep. and I'm just like, like, and the thing is, I think part of this goes back to like, I prefer being by aisles as well. Like uh, there's nothing, there is nothing wrong with preferring being near an aisle at all. Like that, that's a luxury, man. That is like you get more leg room. You if you have to like go pee, you can just bolt. You know, escaping is easier. Yeah, like when the movie ends, you can just like stroll on out. Like it's right, uh, sure. You know, like you don't have to do that shuffle with like a bunch of people in the center. You know, like I mean, I usually just like take that moment to chill while the credits roll and then I'm just like looking through my phone. Yeah. Um, catch up on all the stuff I missed in the last couple hours. And yeah. then, you know, once everyone's cleared out, then I head out. So I don't know. I obviously due to my work schedule, we're just, we're pushing the Eternals to do to Disney plus for the <laughs> sure. Marvel show. Yeah. Um, also because I'm sure every single one of us is enthused to see that movie. Everyone, I did. I mean, I'm gonna see it in the theater. I'm going to see it in my home. Mm. Um, because man, like everyone in that Marvel show we do seems to not give a shit about that movie at all. I I mean, so as someone who knows nothing about the Eternals, uh, Mm. I am interested simply because, uh, it's it's going to push forward some some Marvel. The, the ultimate Marvel story. Like, mm-hmm. it has to do with all that. Um, so, I think that's important. I should see that. Uh, but I know nothing about these characters. Um, I do. Like, the, the, the one question was kind of a- answered in the damn trailer of, like, why didn't you... If you're so great, why did you not step in? It's like, well, we only stepped in for this reason. It's like, oh, okay. This wasn't good enough, though, you fuckers? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my response. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, it is not it is not high on my let, priority like, list. Like d- d- if my life was normal right now, I would I would go to a theater and fucking will watch it, but just like just it, it that is a that is a, that, that comes out on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, just, and then like I have to go to work the next morning, crack at yep. dawn, and work Saturday, and then just, and then you know do the show. The final way I was just like, mm. for a movie that three out of the four of us are ice cold on, right? Uh, like the 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 public can wait for our Marvel take on this. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Um. Fair enough. Spider Man, they'll get day one. Yeah, I do Spider Man. Uh, that's kind of it for Marvel, right? Like it's that. It's it's like and that. then we got Hawkeye coming. Yeah, Hawkeye's uh, in November. Right. So, 
Hawkeye starts Thanksgiving weekend with two okay. episodes. It's supposed to be their Christmas diehard-like. Yeah, I guess. Which, of course, sure. Yeah. I don't know. The trailer looked good. Yeah. Um, no Time to Die, I think, is a, is a fantastic Bond movie. Uh, I think the villain was not well explained. Like, the motivation kind of fell off over time. But uh, I think as a... F- In terms of aesthetic of, like, a Bond villain, I think does pretty damn well. Um, and th- the last thing you want out of a three-hour Bond movie is more movie to fix like explaining that those characters more uh so i was fine with it it was fine all right right Uh, but yeah good time um and then i don't know i've been chilling i parked my car in the wrong spot and got it towed that was fun got that fixed up wow that was kind of yeah no it sucked Uh, i have i have that fear every time i go to the goddamn heart and vascular clinic because they're like free parking oh, really? for the yeah. Because they're like free parking if you're here for a visit. But like I'm like, how do they know I'm here for a visit? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how do they, how do know? they know? The only way they do know is if you told them what car you drove when you checked in. But I don't do that. I don't ask you, right? So is this just all like a merit system? Like I think I think <laughs> it doesn't. I think it also doesn't help in the fact that. Um, that you park kind of off, so your car sticks out even more. Mm. Uh, when they go around finding out who is the unfortunate victim for the next tow bill. Yep. Well, so uh, I, I think the reason they do like a merit system here is you would have to be a real asshole to steal parking from the heart and vascular clinic. Right. Uh, hey, Bronson, guess, uh, what, guess what times we live in. <laughs> It, the, the, every everyone watching missed that conversation. We can't. Yeah. Um, so I want to get back into it. I'm sad. Yeah, I'm me either. Uh, <laughs> me either. It's, it's not gonna be pleasant. Yeah. So, um, um uh, go ahead, Emily. No, I, I already finished my thought. Uh, yeah. Oh no, that Bond movie looks good. It looks like more Bond. Yes. Which you know that didn't surprise me when um th- there's a popular th- fan theory uh about james bond that went around last year or two mm-hmm. or so about james bond being a code name mm-hmm. De- because of the events of this movie i'm wondering if they are going to answer that huh yeah it that's all i'll say uh it's gonna be fun i'm excited I want to see this new whoever the new Bond's going to be, uh, how they go about it. They'll probably wait a couple years. Um, I think they're going to wait a while. I, mean, I think that why not? Right? Well, it's you like, know, it's like it's a, it's the last Daniel Craig movie for a while. Like it's the last Daniel Craig it, movie, right? Right. So they got to they got to find a new okay. Bond, um, and then they got to decide on a new identity for that. I forgot bond. which video. I forgot which. Um, I forgot what the video I watched was, but I talked about how at one point James Bond had just become this really ridiculous um, movie series, at least in, I believe it was the 70s and 80s, where they were so obsessed with trying to top the previous one that it just became a laughable... It, it wasn't... It wasn't. There's no struggle anymore. They did everything from going into space and 
Yep. Yeah, no. J- All look. these ridiculous stunts and everything. Like, it was just they were trying so hard to top the previous movie that it just lost all semblance of the struggle of the hero. No, no, which, no. Which, you know, which kind of came back with Daniel Craig films when he starts, he has to overcome all these. Well, oh, well, uh, you, you, you have so many incarnations of Bond, right? Okay, so you have, you have Terrence Young, and then you have, uh, fucking Guy Hamilton, and then you have fucking, um, uh, God, what, uh, uh, God, what is his name? Um, you talk about actors for Bond? Uh, yeah, not actors, directors. Oh, directors, uh, okay. Yeah, so you have all these different directors, and what's really weird is the Daniel Craig ones have, with the exception of the last two, a different director each time. Ooh. Um, versus you look at the 80s, it's the same director every shot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you, you look at, you know, you look at the actor list, right, and you're like, you have, um, you know, you have Clooney, and then you have whoever the dude in the 80s was, and you Clooney. have Bro- Brosnan. You mean uh, Connery. Connery, sorry, not Clooney. Yeah. My bad. Uh, Clooney would have been a good one at one time. Yeah, uh, but then, you know, then you have uh, a fucking Brosnan and whoever the fuck did it in the 80s, I forget. Um, Moore, no, he was 70s. No, mm-hmm. uh, here we go, I found it. He, yeah, Moore was 70s, and he, he was the real crazy one. So you you go to Sean Connery, then you get a one-off, then you get a bunch of Roger Moore, then you get Timothy Dalton for two movies, mm-hmm. then you get a bunch of Pierce Brosnan, and then Daniel Craig. Personally, my favorite is Pierce Brosnan. I mean, that's how we got to know Bond, right? Like, that's how we... Yeah. You know, that makes sense. Uh, Which is what made the switch to Daniel Craig so uh, dramatic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you went from, like... You know, kind of the like old school Bond, but a little goofy. To like, hey man, we made Jason Bourne in a tuxedo. Right. You know, like that's that's what it was. Yeah. So. Um, you know, and so I, I'm I'm very curious, uh, how how they're gonna handle it. It's gonna be interesting, right? Like. Well, I mean, like, so you gotta think, like, Daniel Craig, those those movies came out, like, when, like before the superhero craze happened, right? Right. And not only, like, before the superhero craze happened, like, before even, like, the Dark Knight happened. So, okay. like, because, like, yeah, the first Brosnan movie is 06, or Craig movie is 06, Dark Knight mm-hmm. is 08. So it's like, right. like you had like, they didn't know that franchises were gonna be like, the future of fucking movies, or mega franchises. So, you know, the the question is, is like, where do you take it, right? Uh, do Which you, do... you know, Skyfall was like resetting back to basics in terms of technology, uh, which I thought was really good, and then. Uh, the Daniel Craig's Bond was very much like emotional and actually dealing with relationships uh, with some women and uh, was also just a brute <laughs> and would just crash through shit, um, which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, which does make you wonder like, yeah, what 
okay, now you've come off that. All right, what's what tone are we taking with the next few bonds? And like Skyfall uh, really got into like the themes in terms of villains, like, you know, hackers, you know, coming in from every direction. Uh, I, I liked that direction uh, with mm-hmm. things a lot. Uh, man, let me tell you, th- this this one has to do with uh, some virus stuff, which, man, in 2019 would have been something. Uh, but the fact that it got delayed and, like, oh, I'm watching it in 2021, like, okay, I... Mm, I don't know no. if this is how I'd handle this now. No virus thing can be made now. Every, everyone everyone is so experienced in dealing with a virus world that it's like, okay, this, I, this could have been handled differently. Right. <laughs> but it's 2019, right? So it was like, if, we, if, we, if it had come out when it was supposed to come out, it would have been fine. Yep. All right. So oh, well. uh, anything else from anybody that they've been, that's new up to? Anthony, what's up? Bought a lot of Switch games because I got really bored. What, uh, what Switch games did you get? I so, did that too, uh, by the way. <laughs> like I, so I bought four yesterday. Damn. Uh, oh. Because you know it, it because well you know warm weather season's over so <laughs> most of my outdoors time is uh, pretty much coming to an end. I don't do winter stuff so I don't do like winter sports of any kind so mm-hmm. um, I don't ski um, so. Uh, the one I already had, I'll start with that one. I finished Skyward Sword, the HD remaster thing. Holy shit, it's so uh, much better than the original. It's so I do not remember better. the original. <laughs> when I think about it, it's less annoying. Hey man, do you want to skip all these terrible tutorials for the most part? You can <laughs> now. You can, you can. Do you want cool. to pick uh, up... The, di- the dialogue is not as outrageously... Like, Fee is not at five feet... Fofum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not as obnoxious as he was in Skyward Sword, which I like, because I usually, for some reason, the battery meter calibration on those Wiimotes back in the day, I would spend half of the time in low battery mode before the battery actually died. Mm-hmm. So to play the game every single time, she would tell me, your battery's low, Master, and I'm just like, yes, I know. I'll know when it's dead. <laughs> um, and you can skip cutscenes. Thank goodness. Sometimes I like you don't you don't play that game for the story. So, uh, what I think of it, uh, it's not really the closest to a perfect game I've ever played. Like I said, it was uh, back when I finished the Wii version. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story's the story's pretty cringy. Um, mm. The art style, um, it's unique, but it's not my kind of Zelda art style. And Zelda's had lots of different art styles throughout the years. So, but it's not it's not my favorite. Uh, pacing and dungeon design is amazing. Yes. As far as 3D Zeldas, I would put it like as far as all the 3D Zeldas I've played throughout my lifetime, I actually would probably put it top three in, in dungeon design. Haven't you played all of them besides Majora's Mask at this point? I almost finished Majora's Mask, and then it got a little too hard for me to want to finish it. So mm, that means uh, you mean uh, so. Let's do the 3D ones. There's you've done Ocarina. Uh, uh, that one's yeah. That one. Ocarina of Time, to me, I kind of remember thinking it's very vanilla, but it's also vanilla because it was the trendsetter. It was the mm-hmm. it was the revolutionary game, so of course, you know, it looks normal today. You have... But I wasn't there. Yeah. You've mostly done Majora. You've, you've done Wind Waker. 
I don't remember Wind Waker very well, even though I finished that game. You've done Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. So, yeah, you've done all those. Yes. Um, yeah, as far as dungeons and Skyward Sword go, I both like and hate them. Because I like the... Oh. I don't yeah, like I'll having to you. go back to them. Like, you have the, 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 the concept of, okay, we're coming back to the dungeon again. You know. Sorry. Uh, it doesn't do that too often. The forest dungeon, yeah, that one was weird. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you gotta go back and traverse this place again, and we replace the boss now, but most of the other ones didn't do that. Right. Uh, you're revisiting areas a lot, but you're always doing something quite different. Like, hey, you gotta go collect uh, tears now. <laughs> Where the anxiety to go. Man, getting chased by those things for like 30 seconds straight while you find the next tier so you don't like lose the trial. That was, that was, uh... That Frustrating. Was, uh, I didn't um, find it very frustrating. Um, uh, just kind of like plan your moves, and if if you know how to time your sprints, you can keep them at a reasonable distance behind you, so you don't have to start over. But so so, so I like so I should say like the dungeon design is really good. The pacing is, I'd say like that's probably some of the best pacing I've ever seen I, from I, any three D Zelda game. I will now, say that said, the design is good. The design is good. The gameplay itself, within that design, um, even when you're playing with a regular controller, it is still frustrating. Yes, I will agree. Uh, there are times when I'm like, please, like, the one boss that will cause me the rage the absolute most is the Water Dungeon boss. Mm -hmm. The Ancient Cisterner. Uh, you know, it's, it's the stuff with, like, the eight arms. I absolutely hate that boss back in the day, and I still hate it now. Why? Because you tell the controllers, hi, I would like to use the whip, please, and you just see Link doing there, just, like, flailing, flailing a whip without actually doing anything with it. And I'm like, yes, I did the, <laughs> I, I did the thing with the control now to use it. Why aren't you doing it? And it's a long boss fight, too, so if, like, if you screw up, you have to start over. So, like, the design is great. The gameplay while you're trying to get around is still annoying. Right, which it's more tolerable, but and then of course, like because you lose, uh, because you when the analog six controls your sword movements, you have to hold, uh, I believe it was L so, or ZL to move the camera around. So sometimes you, you it takes a while getting used to. But you, once you get used to, it, it's fine. But when you first starting out, it's just very frustrating because you try to move the camera, but then you can't use your sword. And... So, so I have a question. Also, uh, yeah. did you buy the amiibo for this? No. So you're locked mm. out. Of, you don't have fast travel then. Um, I personally don't feel it really needed it. Uh, no, but it's nice. Are, it's it's nice. nice because there are times when you get on your like this was a Wii game. So obviously mm. in the old days you only have like what 15 megabytes a second mm -hmm. to load off the disc. So right. you, you have like those long times when you have to fly from one point to the other. And that can get a little annoying sometimes, but I find that it's not so bad when you kind of have to stop in town to stock up on potions and break the item check girl's heart. So, uh, <laughs> you know. I, like this game just felt like, at like especially in hindsight, it feels like a really awkward fucking game. Like, it is awkward. Like, it, 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 does some things, it does some things so well. Like, Pacing, I couldn't ask any better for pacing. And as far as, like, if you designed this dungeon around conventional controls, I would absolutely love the dungeons to death, too. Like, but, uh, but, 
It was designed at a time when everybody wanted that one-to-one motion control mm-hmm. for the Zelda game. You know, the, to fulfill the ultimate promise of what the Wiimote... Well, that that was like... ...wanted that was, to deliver for, that, for sword games. That's what, like, the, the fucking... That's what sold the Wii to the hardcore gamer as imagine a Zelda game where one-to-one sword and shield and Metroid yep. one-to-one arm cannon. And they did, they did, uh, they did get both of those. The right. arm cannon worked out great. Yes, it did. The, the sword didn't because one, none of us are master. So very few of us are master swordsmen. Yes. So Link was swinging that sword as awkwardly as you were. Like, the, like, and all the enemies had to be designed around that. It can't be difficult. Like, yeah, you wish you looked as epic as in Twilight Princess when you pushed A and Link does the awesome sword thing, but in real life, you can't really do that because you're sitting in a chair or a sofa waving your arms around trying to make stuff work. You look a little silly Like as this Link. Right, and I I think that part of that is is the fact that, like, this game, you know, like I said, it's fucking awkward. The art style is fucking awkward. Like, it looks good still, but it's still... It was like, it was like, yeah, the art style, oh, man. Oh, so Wind Waker was too kiddy, but Twilight Princess was too much like the old days. Fine, we'll do both. And yeah. uh, oh. they didn't nail it with Skyward Sword. They nailed it with Breath of the Wild, though. They did. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Link looks terrible. There's only, like, maybe five camera <laughs> angles and lighting conditions that he ever looked okay, but he just looks weird. At least the game doesn't look, like, blurry as fuck now. Um, yeah, the, I mean, let's be honest. Like that game came out like when oh nine or eleven or something. Twenty eleven. Like Twenty eleven. Yeah, at that point, at that point, like you know, we were well into the HD age and the. Uh, and oh, the, dude, uh, just Wii was, I. I remember like sitting down and playing that game like, like we a week after Uncharted three and being just yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, and when uh, you. When you have that much hardware limitation, art has to carry the whole game, and when the art of the game isn't that, Amazing. it's kind yeah. of weird. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. is it still a good game? I think so. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah I, it, it, it lives. It lives in this polarizing land where there's like, it's it's only remembered for its motion controls, and I feel like the actual magic of that game is not the motion controls. It's the I, dungeon design and the pacing. I and, and, not, and I like, think... I, that, 35 hours in that game felt like nothing. And, and then I think... Once you're into it. And the I, beginning is horribly slow, though. And then I also but think... The, that. And then I think the story is also actually pretty good. I think it, I think I, it, it sets it's up... Kinda, it's, the execution is cringy. It is. Mm. But it's like, kind of like your typical... It's like your typical... Uh, the love story is whatever. Like it's just one-dimensional characters, but the story itself—if you rewrote it for like an actual grown-up audience—it has the potential to be great. Especially the end. The end is funny and funny. It's like mm-hmm. I wish Demise would go away, drop the island on him. Fantastic, good job. <laughs> um, as far as dungeon design goes, I kind of like—I think some of its dungeons really pop off. The desert one, in particular. When you're like switching between the pirate ship and the time zones and stuff, like that was that, pretty cool. That shit is really neat. Um, as a whole, though, I kind of like the dungeons in Twilight Princess and Wind Waker more. Like, I think that, uh, or even Ocarina of Time, like Ocarina of Time, the Spirit Temple. Uh, you know, you think back to uh, Wind Waker with the Shadow Temple and the Temple of the Gods. Mm-hmm. Then Twilight Princess. 
Uh, the skeleton one and the fire one were both really good. Um, yeah, like, I, I just think that, like, 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 once again, it's just, if you say Bronson, you have all the, th the best versions of all the 3D Zeldas in front of you. Skyward Sword, like, I almost always choose it last. And that's not saying it's a bad game. It actually is a good game. I liked it. I bought it. It just lives in, it lives in the company of... It, yeah, it just... Games that redefine the genre. It's just so hard at that point. Right, like, it just shares, like... It's like it's like when we were doing our top PlayStation systems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, you, know, you can't really say, like... We didn't say any of them were bad, but when you have to rate them from best to worst, unfortunately, even good has to be worse when you're in the... Right, like, it's just like... Of the best ever. It's like, yeah, it's just like, you know what? Skyward Sword does have some good dungeons. But it doesn't have uh, Zora's domain, you know. It like it's, it, it wasn't. It didn't. Uh, it, I mean, it blew my mind away at the time. Mm -hmm. But looking back, I was like, that game was kind of. Mm -hmm. It didn't blow anyone's mind. Yeah, it didn't blow anyone's minds away. Like the sword combat was. It wasn't like. I think like people's fantasies of the motion controls was just. Too much for the hardware to be able to do. And then now that you have to program, and, 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 and outside now... of the motion controls, it was pretty standard Zelda. Like that same general. Every like people were like, especially with Twilight Princess and perhaps with Skyward Sword, people were complaining. Oh, they're on the same formula again. You know, Link's got to go save Zelda. And we're going to traverse through the water dungeon, the fire dungeon, the desert dungeon, and you know, it's it's the same formula. It's just refined. Again. Well, it, it's um, it's why Breath of the Wild was such a fresh air, and I've actually been playing Breath of the Wild again recently. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, hey, the second one is going to come out supposedly next year. I'm well, I bought a uh, as I said last week, I bought a Switch OLED, and I've been kind of going through my old Switch games to be like, what is this like with really good contrast and color and shit? Mm. Um, and I and I decided it has also meant I've been playing a ton of Smash Brothers. But I'll get into that as well. So, but like, I I go back and I like looked at Breath of the Wild, and I'm just like, you know, I really wish you could have designed these dungeons to be more like old Zelda. And mm -hmm. I realized, and I realized that's hard because they don't know what tools you'll have, right? They have no way to know. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, is. A link between worlds didn't know what tools you had because you had to go rent them. Right. And that worked out great. True. Well, like the, th the weird thing about Breath of the Wild is that the dungeons is actually one of the less memorable things it's that you would it's, name out of that game, which uh, is really weird because Zelda games you always would name the dungeons as, you know, as part of the core other, experience. Other, other, you know, than, other, Wild, than, other than getting into the water dungeon, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Oh. Yeah, so it, but you know, everyone was complaining like, oh, it's the same formula over and over again. Okay, let's do something different. <laughs> and when well, they do something different, oh, it doesn't have the same dungeons. I'm like, guys, what do you even want? Oh. It's like, what characters do we even put in Smash Brothers? People would just complain, anyways, right? I mean, I, I forget which uh, E3 it was, but there's there are words from Reggie Phil's aim that have stuck in my head for years and years ever since. It was the one where I want to say it was the one where like 
Reggie just rolled his sleeves up and was like, you want shit? All right, we're giving you shit. And just like, it was a stellar Nintendo showing. I remember at like the beginning. Yeah, yeah, he had his 10. sleeves rolled up. Jesus Christ, that was a long time ago. Um, I, I remember that one because you and I were like, you and I were very down at Nintendo at that time. And like, mm-hmm. they, they had, quite frankly, a fucking incredible showing. They did. Oh. It was amazing. And I remember that it was just, he, he had his sleeves rolled up. And he's like, we get it. You want something old, but you want something new. You want to experience something new, but you want it to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And like it, there was this, there was this sense of like, there was an understanding, but also a frustration of like, okay, so you guys can't make up your minds, so we're gonna try and oh, thread this needle. That's the nature of fans. Yeah. Right. Because what I think what people are, what I think people may actually be saying is. I want to experience this old thing as if it was the first time again. Right. Because there's yes. just some experiences where you wish you could be as excited as you were the first time. So, yeah. I, so yeah. what they wanted is, I want something exactly like this, but I want to experience the exact same jo- nostalgia. I want the nostalgia, like I want the nostalgia in order to bring back this thing that makes it as perfect as the first time, and it's, um, that's almost impossible to do. I, I my problem. <laughs> I it's love like, that, yeah, but... If they do another Avengers movie, for example, they, people are going to say, I want something exactly like Infinity War and Endgame. But I want something exactly like that. They're obviously but what not... what they actually mean is, I want something to feel exactly like. Which I think they're going to do, because they're setting up Dark Avengers, which I'll explain that is to you, what the hell that is to you once you're further along in your current Marvel watching. Yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah, this is going to stray off games, but I've watched WandaVision. All of it, okay. and I'm going to do right. Captain when Falcon, uh, the Falcon Warrior Soldier next. Okay. Uh, so. So, anyways, uh, so that's Skyward Sword. But, but not one, not. Mm. Well, I wanted to respond to the Reggie thing real quick, but this is also the same oh. Reggie who, like, after the Wii U launch, when the system wasn't doing well, they're like, I don't know, man, I don't know what people are complaining about. People are asking for a new Pikmin? We're putting out a new Pikmin. We launched with a Mario game. You asked us to launch with a Mario game. And it's fucking. Let's just go back to like Nintendo's like the brilliant, but they live in their own weird little bubble, shut from the outside world. Yes, it's mm-hmm. why it's why it's we're greatest gonna be... greatest blessing and curse ever. It's why I'm gonna be paying fifty dollars. Company. Yes, it's why I'm gonna be paying fifty dollars for N sixty four ROMs on Monday, Anthony. <laughs> but it's good for the year. <laughs> it is. And yes. includes and includes Sega Genesis games that does what Nintendo don't. That's true, uh-huh. and eventually they're going to have Mario Party on there, which means we can do Mario Party Party. Oh, God. That's, so, yeah, we were talking about this uh, last night. Uh, like, if we Mario get those Party. out, there's, we're going to be getting some three-hour games going. Ooh, buddy. 50 turns. <laughs> that's what you need. Um, so, anyway, uh, Anthony, continue what you were saying about what you've been playing. Okay. okay. So, that's Skyward Sword. All right, so the four games I bought is... I bought, um, I bought Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, which is that, that upright thing, or that, slightly mildly remastered thing from the Wii U. That game actually looks really good. Like it, it, it's it, uh, it, it's it's uh, a traditional 2D Mario game, um, um, and I am really bad at it. So am I. <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't feel as fast as I'm used to in Mar- in 3D Mario games. 
No, like, I, it takes a little while for you to get your running speed up. It's, so, it doesn't feel quite as instantaneous. It's just it takes a little getting used to. That's actually a game I prefer on the Wii U because you can do five players and one of them controls the Death Note, as I call it, because yeah. one, that that person can be. Oh helped. yeah, that. Because that person can help everyone, but you know they're not going to. <laughs> you know they're going to be. It's a hell. competitive game. Yeah. You know they're not going to. Yeah, no. the, this co-op I, game is. This is a co-op game, and I'm winning. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. I finished yeah. the first word at least. Uh, and I'm like, oh boy, this is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be tough. I'm not good at 2D Mario games. Um, you, and, you, um, and I, you and I can play that co-op sometime. I I really enjoy that game actually. Um, yep, it's more 2D Mario. Um, I I like 2D Mario. Not much, 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 much I can say. Not much I can say though. Um, um, it's just from our brother, so all the music I, has wah in it. So wah wah, <laughs> all the wah wahs. I I will say I do have a very fond memory of that game from when Ray and I did our uh, twenty-four or our sorry fifty-hour marathon of Mario, which oh, was uh, um, which I is remember the end of it more than the middle. Let me tell you. So we we were playing we were playing two games that night, which was the two Wii U Mario's. It was Mario, New Mario U, and it was uh, Mario uh, 3D World. And we got tired of 3D World after a point, so we decided to go. Uh, so we decided, hey, let's go play uh, some some New Mario U. And we're making good progress, and we get to like World Six or Seven of Eight. Which is the which is like the 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 cloud world, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's just kicking our ass like horribly bad. Like, but we also have like a million billion lives saved up because up until now we've been just churning through this game. And what what ends up happening uh, is we get to this point where it's just like we're barely progressing to the next checkpoint every time. And what, and on live stream, it you know how live streams are a little behind. So like when I move my hand like this, you'll see it, it'll it's delay. I see it when I go look at the camera, and we're on our last our last like life, and we're like at the checkpoint before the end of this level that we've been stuck on for like an hour, and I die, and I'm like go go make it. And he's just like barely jumping over everything, spikes, anything you can imagine. And literally he dies like a foot away from the flag. And this is like 40 hours into this fucking live stream. And you just see two men on camera just break. Yep. You just see the spirit (laughs) drain. From two, mm-hmm. from two men. I've literally never seen anything in a live stream ever before and ever since. Uh, <coughs> oh, wow. lordy. Like, wow. I've, I've seen a lot of, like, oh, you know, the, the Mario Party parties, like, those get wild and those, like, break spirits. But no, this is literally just like, oh, dude, no. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Alright, so that's two of the four. Uh, what, what are the uh, other two? Zelda Link's Awakening. I don't have that yet, actually. That's what... Uh, yeah. I keep... I so, keep 
I keep a wish list of Switch games, and that's one of the I, three I'm missing. I don't really know much about it other than it's like a remake of the Game Boy game. Yeah, um, yeah, almost and, perfectly spot and on. It has like the same general kind of aesthetic as A Link Between Worlds, which is really good. Mm -hmm. So I'll see. So I'll see how that goes. Um, how do you feel? How did you feel about A Link to the Past or um, or uh, Oracle of Ages or any of those games? Uh, so Link, a Link to the Past, I didn't play enough of. Okay. Any of the Game Boy games I haven't played. All right. Well, so then yeah, you have. This is kind of. This is really just kind of the first. So yeah, you have no like old portable Zelda game, except it's a remaster. Yeah, so... you have no real frame of reference for what is traditional 2D Zelda. Huh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm actually, kind of. I mean, I played like maybe thirty minutes or four or five minutes of Link to Pass at most. Right, um, which it uh, is a Link Between Worlds traditional, or that's just like new modern um, game, right? That all the Repo Bird stuff, like, like okay, so I want you to so Ocarina of Time is basically a Link to the Past, but in two D. Um, and that would be like the really? best, the the best comparison I can give you. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah, like I guess I'll find out. I I don't think a link between world. I like all the side quest stuff in a link, but and Link's Awakening, with the wind fish and that stuff. It also has some two D platforming in it. So that's something you'll okay. get to try out. Um, Mario's in the game. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's it's a weird game. They get really weird with that one. Um, it has really neat Easter eggs, though, admittedly. I mean, it does kind of start off weird because it's like, was it like Link gets washed up on an island with a giant egg on the mountain? Uh, exactly. And I'm so sorry. That 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 that's not your traditional Zelda start. It is not at all. No. So. Uh, imagine um, that game has some weird things, but and I would really let's see how it goes. You know, I've got a lot of uh, got uh, off season uh, time to do it. So yep. that. Um, and then I bought the Paper Mario Origami game. That game, I got sick of its combat. Its writing is uh, its writing is fucking incredible, though. It is so funny. Yeah, that game is <laughs> like honestly, that's, Anthony. That's yeah. That's the main reason why I bought. The Paper Mario game is not really for combat. It's not really for any RPG or action adventure or puzzle solving. It's just so I can get a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. Right, but unfortunately, I need to to play said combat to uh, to get to said laugh. Uh, that that's actually a game I actually would love to do as a let's play for that exact reason. Hmm. Um. So yeah. Uh, so I'm getting close to finishing World One. Okay. And it's pretty fun so far. Um, oh, that. What can I say about it? The humor is fantastic. The puzzle solving, the combat puzzle solving, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to notice I'm not very good at this, but it's. It's. Fine. It, yeah, it's not great. I, like, like I said, the 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 writing of that game is spectacular, and you will have a great time with it because of it. But it is also like what keeps that game afloat. Um, mm. Like, like I, 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 I played, 
I, I, I played a lot of it uh, for uh, for the video we did at the time, and then I and I and I wanted to make more progress because I love the Paper Mario games, uh, specifically the GameCube one. But like the GameCube one is kind of like where it peaked, and they just never fucking get back there for some reason. So they, uh, that's that's probably one of the more controversial things about Paper Mario is they keep changing the the, the gameplay design philosophy because the original Paper Mario I read on N sixty four is supposed to be a spiritual successor to Super Mario RPG, which it is in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and then since then they've went and then they had the GameCube game and then they decided to go action adventure orientated and I believe what was it the color splash one was the one that all the fans started revolting about. Mm. Um. They keep changing the gameplay stuff. So, like, Origami King brought a little bit of that RPG stuff back, but it's still very adventure action based with a turn bait with a simple turn based puzzle solving thing. Yeah. Um, um, so, it, I guess it, it kind of reads like the series never really quite decided to stick to one type of gameplay, general gameplay design. Like, it's not like with Legend of Zelda, where when you play Breath of the Wild, it's very different, but somehow still has all the critical pieces of what makes a Zelda game, whether you see it or not. You can just tell. It's it's, it's a Zelda game. Uh, right. Even though you're not in a linear adventure, um, you still got, you know, a brave swordsman who goes out there with a sword, traversing these sort of dungeon things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels like Zelda. Paper Mario, hmm, I don't know. Paper, like, Paper <laughs> Mario, like... You have Thousand Year Door, which is, like, they made this, like, really creative, awesome RPG with all this character in the Mario world. And even has some kind of, like, PG-13 style references. Like, in the main Pirate City, there's just a fucking hangman's noose just there. Just there. Just his. <laughs> it's like in the opening cutscene. You know, some of the some of the jokes in that game, I'm like, oh man, that's really pushing the rating, but I fucking love it. I love it's it. It's so dark. I love yeah, it's it's <laughs> the fucking best. And they then make, they make jokes like the thing that kind of astonishes me is like this is a game that's developed by the same uh company that makes Fire Emblem. Yeah. Intelligent uh, systems. And then you're like, how in the world did they write these jokes? That somehow work in Japan and in America, unless like they just have like, how does this how does this work? Because normally like a lot of cultural references in like Japan and jokes in Japan don't exactly translate perfectly to it, Western world. It, it, it's 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 called that your translation team at Nintendo of America really really gives a shit. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's uh, funnily enough, I actually. So okay, so Origami King. So is that the last one? Yeah, that's the fourth uh, one. That's the fourth one. Okay. Uh, I'm currently like gonna go through all of it. Uh, eventually, it's just about a lot of stuff to you know pretty much stock up for the off season where I'm indoors a lot. Yeah. Like today, uh, you know, because like Sunday, like yeah, there's football I can watch on Sunday, but um, eh, you know, that's only for a few hours. Uh, um, and then, of course, you know, there's obviously Final Fantasy XIV, but that's been talked about a lot before. And um, yep. played Halo with Bronson's birthday. That was uh, that was the most fun I've had. Like, I don't remember having that much on Halo, but then again, I got like a lot less pissed than I used to be. We we, we also it was very low stakes. We just like, oh, cool, this was, map fucking sucks. Yeah, Let's just it, go. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I I know. Well, how... uh, yeah, 
I know how to engineer oh, fun in Halo. I know, I know, I know the tricks that where anyone can have a good time. Um, uh, I was thinking about maybe doing a stream where I just spend the whole stream building that fucking explosion box, so that next time we play Halo, uh, we can oh, do the explosion dude, box. Uh, yes, first off, <laughs> hell yes. Uh, but even more so, uh, I found out that some of my uh, Halo Three shit got saved mm. in the okay. move over to Master Chief. One of them being that the janitor's closet map. Oh wow! Ooh. All right. So, so yeah. Uh, we'll need so, to mess with that too. So yeah, the, for those of you who don't know, so what we call the janitor's closet is it is a map where I put every possible teleporter I could into the map, and mm -hmm. then what you do is you uh, you fight to the death in this map, and like all the teleporters are set to the same signal. So you could go into any teleporter and end up on any other teleporter. So you could, yeah. So you could literally be playing a game with Slayer, escape through a teleporter, and end up r like right, like right next to the person you were trying to kill. Yep. Or you could end up across the map entirely. It's split gate, but you don't get to have the gun. You don't get to choose. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Split gate. Yeah, so that'll uh, be a good one. It's split gate, but you wake up, you're like, oh, I'm safe. Or, oh, no, this is way worse. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, good times. Uh, or, I wasn't paying attention. I fell off a cliff. Yep. <laughs> God. Um, perfect timing. Perfect timing when I got into when we did your thing because, like, Xbox ran another promotion for $1 to start your subscription with. Uh, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. So I've been downloading stuff from Xbox Game Pass. Like I played Hades. That's good. Hades is fantastic. That's, that's, hey, that that's was uh, that was Aaron's game of the year last year. So we gave three game of the years oh. last year. Well, that's the first super. It's made by Super Giant, right? Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's the first Super Giant game I played. Mm. Well, it's a good fucking Very, choice. So like they made Bastion. And they made yep. Transistor. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't play either of those. So Hades is like the first one. It's on Game Pass. I was like, "This is good." Yeah, um, it's fun, and uh, and 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 I don't know how to describe it. Well, I think Aaron's already described it for our audience already a number of times. times. Yeah, <laughs> um, streamed so it I as well. The, streamed it yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah, if you like that uh, gameplay, Bastion's also a, a good uh, game to check out. All of them have just top-tier fucking music, though. Like really just... good music, really good art style, really good story and characters. Uh, it's the gameplay where they change it a bit um, and try to do different things. Um, but, yeah, good, good time. Good time. Uh, did you play anything else, Anthony? I mean, there, there's a lot of others, but I don't know if they're worth talking. I mean, okay. uh, I got I got a little bit into Smash Brothers again, and I'm like, you know, this is actually better than I remembered. You played <laughs> it was like yeah. the first time. Did you? I, get like, to I played some proper all life matches. Like, you know what? Like, I was talking to Bronson about how I said, you know, I liked Wii U more than Ultimate because Ultimate kind of has a little bit of that brawl problem <laughs> where it's just pump up more quantity. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But in Brawl's case, it kind of lost some of the quality and finesse that melee uh, that melee had. But then I played Ultimate again. I'm like, no, it, it's like ninety five per ninety to ninety five percent of the same quality as Wii U, but with like way more characters and an online that works really darn good. And and I was like, <laughs> okay, it's uh, all right. It's not it's not as forgettable as I thought it was. Right. Um, that roster, though, it's getting to the point where I'm just like, man, I don't even know what any, I don't even remember know what half these characters do anymore. What I should nope. be watching out for if I go online, like it's so because dope. like I, I like I I fell off right when all the DLC characters were coming out. So I'm like, I have no idea what the arms characters do. I don't even know what Sora oh. does. I don't know what Sephiroth does for his ult for his smash attack. Side his, um, yeah, smash side B. I what Up yeah. A. What that, I know. Yeah, what does that do? Like I left when Byleth had just been joined. So oh, I sort wow. of know how violence works, but that was like two or three years ago at this point. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so. So I've been. So playing... I'm getting back in a little bit into it, and I was like, okay, this is a, you know, this is pretty good for 10, 15 minutes a day. That like I felt like as long as I don't think about it as a game, I should have fun for an hour straight. It should. It's as as long as I don't think I, of it that way, it's good. I have been playing <laughs> a bunch of Smash myself because Sora came out this week. Um. He is weird like he's very he he hits like a train uh like he can hit and he's fast but he's mm -hmm. also like very lightweight and floaty like he has like this interesting like he has like the top he has like top tier air game right um but then like like i have literally like two shot dudes uh sora players with little mag just like literally just boom heavy smash boom heavy smash all right cool done okay so so i don't know i would say like that's kind of like the biggest like he has some good ranged ability because of his magic attacks one of those mm -hmm. magic attacks being a freeze uh he has you know anime sword boy has a, yep. so of course he has a counter <laughs> you know, um, like kind of, kind of the fact, the fact that uh, Bio didn't have a counter kind of blew my mind away. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, uh, I will say uh, one thing that I really enjoy about Sora is is the fact that like they they didn't like it doesn't feel like he's a Fire Emblem character. He does feel like his own thing. Um, okay. Because, I mean, to get, you know, think about how many fucking anime sword fighters there are in that game. Sure, yeah. Um, one thing that I find hilarious, though, is they don't have, uh, due to rights management, and I'm guessing the fine folks over at Disney, they are missing a lot of things that would make Sora a little more special. Like, for okay. example... Like, in his spirit cards, in a bunch of stuff, there is no reference to Mickey, Goofy, or Donald. That makes sense, I suppose. And on, like, the, the like, Kingdom Hearts map, uh, instead of having... It's normally a picture of, like, the original Keyblade Wilders and uh, then Donald... Goofy and Mickey, uh, they had to replace those with other stuff from Kingdom Hearts. Man, on there, and then 
can't even reference Goofy and Donald. That's mm. is there any Disney reference? With no, Sora? no, no, uh, only with Keyblade. So, so this is an arrangement between Nintendo and Square Enix, not Nintendo. At, and then, Enix and well, and Disney right. had to give the okay. So. <clears throat> I think, like, as far as, like, companies who are extremely successful, but also extremely protective of pristine reputation of their properties, Disney is they are one of the first companies that comes to mind about how protective they are of their properties. Well, copyright is what it is because of them, right? It's like, yeah, because... Uh, I mean, how do I put it? So it's like, if this one little side thing gets out of hand and is associated with something undesirable that hurts the profitability and growth of your franchises, they're going to shut it down really quick. Right. Um, and they've got massive amounts, and they've got, like, probably... I don't want to know what their lawyer team is like. I imagine hyper-scary. Um... And know. you know how how are they this successful? Like how like or it it's a long thought process. Yeah, I can't get it all out. <laughs> but you know, it, it kind of says a lot when EA can squander Madden all day long, but when they start almost doing the same thing with Star Wars, all of us you can imagine Disney was not very happy because they don't want to be associated with the bad news of microtransactions and bad gameplay design. So, and all of a sudden, we actually get a genuinely good single-player Star Wars game. Yeah, no. It was I bad. imagine that's not because EA did that out of its goodwill or to avoid bad press. It's because, like, you know, you know, Disney would be like, you will make a good game, or else. Yeah. Yep. So... He's a squander. <laughs> oh, my God. NFL doesn't give a fuck. It's like, I, I'm watching football again, and I'm like, man, wouldn't it be great? great if i could just put in madden and just play franchise mode and then i thought oh yeah uh that game is gonna tell me to go play my yard instead whatever that does <laughs> um, i looked it up and i was like okay apparently madden 13 was like the last time it was a good decent madden game and right fine i guess i'll just put that into i don't know if it works on my xbox one it I does not pull out my 360 okay I'll just my 360 again. so but the recent Ma- the the second newest Madden does work on uh, Game Pass, though, so there is that. That's yeah, good for ten hours. Um, I don't know. I, I think I like. I think I put in like what was it like Madden twenty or twenty one? Looked at the front main menu. And it was a freaking gigantic advertisement flyer. Was what I thought I was looking at on the main menu. Does not surprise. Why like buy you know microtransaction points now to boost Patrick Mahomes rating or something? I'm like, wait, since when did my main menu become a gigantic? It's it's to get you to buy Ultimate Team, bro. That's the whole game now. (laughs) Um, So I have also been on my Switch. But hey, as long as Patrick Mahomes throws ridiculously crazy passes, nobody cares, right? Mm. Yeah. So I actually had that thought where I was like, has anyone ever tried to do a... um, after after uh, 2K lost their NFL license, they made like an off NFL, like a off brand. Yes, the last year even. Game. Someone, has anyone ever tried? Has someone, anyone tried that since? 
Yeah, someone made a CFL game last year that was terrible. <laughs> it was, ironically enough, uh, ran and co-sponsored by Doug Flutie. Uh, Doug Flutie CFL? Yep. <laughs> Even I know who Doug Flutie is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That just says everything. God damn. What is he like? He was like, like he was like in the backup that went everywhere, as also short. Yeah, he got screwed by the Buffalo Bills. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Got Good the right stuff. Guy. That guy should have been a playoff quarterback for the Bills, but then ownership fucked him because they wanted a quarterback that looked like a quarterback. Oh. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. So, uh, how many Tom Brady stories do they need to keep hearing on the radio to regret that decision? Uh, uh not any right now. Just, just because they they did finally hit on a on a quarterback. You know, so they did, they did. but you know. it was kind of like, oh, he has to have the physical build of a quarterback, and I'm just like, mm. I guess the trend is, yeah, but. But then go look at Tom Brady, Drew Brees, ask help, can help me, says Emily. That's basically basically the whole story with uh, Tom Brady. He was just like, oh yeah, he's like, has none of the stuff we're looking for. So Emily Joan, what do you need help with? What's Uh, up? Are you kidnapped? Are you a prisoner somewhere? Um... So uh, I also can't, can't help there. <laughs> I, I I also bought an assload of Switch games recently. Oh. Um. Well, not an assload. I bought two. But uh, <laughs> an assload. That's all I can fit in there. I mean, in the Nintendo 64 and Wii U days, that would be an assload of games. Yes. Right. I bought I bought two, and then I also bought a. Uh, I picked. Uh, I picked up. Uh, uh, Alan Wake remastered like two weeks ago, so that's uh, right. Yep. Uh, but I'll get to the soul. You know, I talked about the sword DLC during Anthony's smash moment, and I have mm-hmm. been, and I've been, and because I picked up the Switch OLED, I've been doubling back to old Wii U games as well. Like I played Monster Hunter Rise this week a little bit. Uh, I play. I've been playing Tetris 99. I went, you know, I went back and I doubled back to Breath of the Wild. But the two new games I played, uh, the first one I'll get over with quick is. I had to fucking try this game. This game had like I heard about it at E3, and it had like been picking at the back of my brain the entire yep. time. Which is Cruisin's back, baby. Oh god! They, I Cruising. bought I bought Cruisin' Blast. Uh, for those Cruising of you don't, Blast. for those of you who don't know what Cruisin' Blast is, it is a port of an arcade game of. Uh, Mm, excuse me. It is a port of an arcade game, uh, uh, which is a of a series that has been dead for goddamn forever of racing games that are they're linear racing games. They don't really have laps, and it's just one big long track, and it has a camera angle that's like right behind the bumper of the car, and it's hyper cinematic, and your cars are doing backflips and shit, and that's basically it. Okay, that sounds all right. Like, like literally, what's that feedback coming from? It looks like it's coming from Anthony's. I don't know. Huh. Is there feedback? A little bit, yeah. Oh, 
You're live. There we go. We're good. Yeah, we're good now. Oh, well. okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anyway, so that game is, I think it's for forty bucks. It's too expensive. If you can get it on sale for twenty, and you want a fun, kind of ridiculous nostalgia trip, absolutely pick it up. Because it does kind of play like those old games, but modernized. So, like right. for example, like you'll be going down the desert, but like. Now there's like you know stuff exploding everywhere, and you go off this giant ramp, and if you use nitrous as you jump off the ramp, your car does a backflip and shit, and it's yeah. fucking crazy. It it sounds like cruising, which you know is a fun time, but forty bucks, man, like cruising just does not have that kind of pull anymore. I wouldn't think. Yeah, I I don't get it either. And like and like I said, it is a um. Uh, it is an arcade, um, uh, it is an arcade port. So like Mm -hmm. most of the, most of the tracks are like two minutes long. So like you'll blow through the normal mode of this game in like a weekend if you really want to just eat all the content in it on normal mode. Yeah. Uh, that said, it's, it was a fun game to fuck around in. Uh, like once again, it was like. If you see it for like twenty dollars and you have nostalgia for that franchise like I do, you'll have a good time with it. Also, its main theme song is garbage but super catchy. <laughs> garbage, super catchy. Yeah. What? Like it is not a good pop song, but it is like it stakes in your brain. So it's a good pop song. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. It does its job. Yes. So, Ugh. all right. Um, wow. So, um, well, on I, that note, and then uh, Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread. Let, How got, far are you in that? Two hours last night at the last like buzzer beater for this podcast. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that was the game I forgot to mention. I also bought. Oh, I was mm. yeah, I was surprised to hear you. Did you have you started it yet? No. Uh, so, it's it, I'm trying not to start too many games at once out of fear of playing one for only thirty minutes and then shelving it for like six months. Bro, because when you buy when you buy those four games and Nintendo game and first party Nintendo games are not on sale very often. If they are, it's very small. So like I I spent like over two hundred dollars mm-hmm. in a day. So I kind of want to make it worth it. Right. I'm trying not to start too many things at once. No, I I have that mistake going on right now, so I feel you. Um, (laughs) So, um, anyway, we... we, uh, So, anyway, uh, I played two hours of it, and it plays very much like 2D Metroid. Okay. Um, Yeah, it plays very much like 2D Metroid. Uh, It's... uh, It controls great. Um, mm-hmm. it, it controls are nice and tight, very speedy. I like the counter thing that they carried over from Samus Returns. My big, uh, the funny thing is though, is my big, this game is like a real showcase for the OLED, right? Cause it's atmospheric and has like blacks and da 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 da. But it also at the same time, uh, is a complete reason why playing on a handheld mode is fucking horrible. Because oh. of button combos that you got to do. And, oh, I was hearing a little bit about this. The button yeah, combos are like, apparently something. 
they can get there, uh, even early, and, like, that's why I've been playing on this guy primarily, even though, like, most of the games I've been playing, like, on that OLED screen, because it does look that good, but mm-hmm. this is the case where I was like, no, dock that shit. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> so. Well, damn. Um. So, yeah, uh. That's kind of it, and then just kind of popping in and out of Halo, popping in sure. and out of uh, Alan Wake. Um, I know that they announced that GTA trilogy, San Andreas Day One on Game Pass, by the way. Yeah, which you know what? That's awesome. That's of the old GTAs. That's um, the one. I'm looking forward to uh, what the world's most offensive mainstream game was like back in the day. Right. <laughs> So, um, I guess we should get... I ain't got no hot coffee in that one. So, I guess we should get into the news stories, then. Yeah, I just Um, bought some... I bought some turnips in the stock market at Animal Crossing. I don't don't know why I'm back in it. I'm here, though. Anyway. You what? He started Animal Crossing again. Yeah, I started Animal Crossing again because of the update that they showed last week. Um, Wait, they do stocks? Yeah. Yeah. Turnips, bro? it's, It's turnips. Not, not, yeah, not like, not oh. like stocks. Like, no, it's oh, there's literally one stock. Yeah, I remember now. It's been yeah. a while to play that game. It'd be really cool if they did. Yeah, they did I've the got, full like, stock. I've got market. like a family member who's just kind of poking me constantly. Like, why don't you like clean up your town? And I'm just like, look, I don't want to. It's it's, only <laughs> it's like a lot of work. 20, it's only twenty minutes a day. You just only have to play twenty minutes a day. And I'm like, yes, but if I wanted to spend twenty minutes a day doing monotonous things, I would. I don't know, live real life. I would do this in my own place, like yeah. <laughs> it's the same logic. It's the same logic of why I fell off of like, you know, Wow Shadowlands. Like, look, if I wanted to do the daily grind, I just go to my job. All right. <laughs> if the daily grind especially feels like it's monotonous, and I'm just here just to eventually get something shiny, I think I'd rather do that in real life. Right. Fair, right. fair enough. I have a long road ahead for At me the in same Final time, Fantasy. I spent but... like a month and a half. Getting the relic, getting the relic weapon completed in Final Fantasy XIV before the expansion's over. Relic mm, weapon's so. really cool, and it's gonna, you know, it's ultra shiny. Whereas in Shadowlands, I'm kind of not sure what that shiny item is when you farm enough anima, because I'm just like, I'm kind of not really sure where I'm going for it. Well, that depends on how hardcore of a raider you want to be. Mm, yeah. Then you're, it's whatever you can get out of heroic raiding. Mm. Um. Okay, so yeah, that was off, that was off topic. Um, eh. So uh, Animal Crossing. Yep. So uh, I guess we'll just jump in the news from here because I. Let's jump in the news. Uh, yeah, news. they they finally confirmed those GTA remasters. They look really clean. Like they look real. Like they're they're obviously not updating like like the models in a big way or like the environments in a big way, but you know they've said they're doing a GTA Five style control layout. GTA 5 style gun controls, updated radio and weapon wheel, updated mini maps navigation, allow players to set waypoints. Like basically all the stuff from 4 and 5, but brought back into those old games that makes them hard to play now. Yeah, I actually heard two different reactions uh, to this news. One which is like, oh, I, I like what they did with the colors. And yes, they should switch to GTA 5 controls because I'm not going to be able to go back and play the old style. That sucks. That's my exact response. And then I also, got other Anthony, ones. Anthony, is there like a fan in your background or something? 
like static? It's probably my laptop working way too hard. Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> okay, I was wondering. Um, I go back to what you were saying. Uh, uh, but I'm sorry about that. I'm gonna you're fine until it calms down. Uh, anyway, uh, you, you were saying, Aaron. Uh, you know, yeah, the other the other half I've been hearing is like this game looks like shit, and it's like oh. I understand, but they're what not did, gonna they're not gonna do like a full yeah this, Shadow of the Colossus kind of remake. No, like doing that for even one of those games would be like the resources of making GTA Six, right? So like, no, you're you're an insane person. <laughs> um, well, it's just like I've heard a lot of arguments against the new Metroid recently, and I actually wanted to bring this up as well. Okay. Uh, because, like, there's this really interesting divide in the Metroidvania community right now about that game, where a okay. lot of people are saying it sticks too close to old Metroid, where, like, there are literally parts of that game where it's just like, how do I progress? Oh, I shot this random wall. Uh... versus, like, you play a lot of modern Metroidvania, they don't do that anymore. Right. Even at its worst in Ori, it's like, nah, dude, it's in this general area. Like, and you use a power to get to it. Right. You know? Um, so, yeah, like, that. that's... And that's been a big back and forth. Um, I'm kind of on my... In, in the opinion of the modernization crowd. There's no reason, like, why you should have to shoot every fucking, like, wall and nook and cranny with no tell to let you know. Or, like, a very minimal tell. Uh, my my question is, did they do this with Prime? No. Yeah, so, no, like... I but, but, but Prime's a different series. I mean, yes, I'm That's saying I'm saying that, like... Like even Metroid Prime has moved on, for, moved on from that style because like that that was good for the '80s and early '90s, like that era of video gaming. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that. It's like one of the reasons I've never like sat down and tried to play through the original Zelda because like I know I'm not gonna have a good time. That's just gonna be having a walkthrough up the entire well, time. Well, it's just like also like modern versions of these games exist. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, they they you have, you know, you have the um, fucking what's it called? Um you have Guacamelee, you have a Hollow Knight, you have um the more modern Castlevanias, you know, like you you have examples of like you can give us like just a little tiny freckle of a fucking hint. It's yep. okay. Yep. You don't have to like have me and like David Jaffe was complaining about it because he got this one room where the tell is you shoot the the wall that you're supposed to shoot doesn't look any different. It doesn't look any different. But you're supposed to be able to tell because there's aliens on the other side and bugs on the other side you can shoot. But, hmm. but like, if you've played these games, you also know, yeah, but those bugs could be just there because there's another path to get there. Right. You know, so it's just like... You're more inclined to think that that's the way to go forward. Right. So it's just like, 
This is, it's just like, and the thing is, they very well could have done something simple, like give you the visor earlier, give you certain things earlier. Like, it just seems archaic in a way. Right. Now, now, granted, like, me, whenever I have this issue, I'm the lazy person who just, like, phone guide. Yeah. Like, I don't have, I'm a 31-year-old man. I don't got time for this shit. You know, yeah, so no. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring up that controversy that was going on. Yeah, that, that's a discussion that's happening right now, uh, which is um, fun. So, uh, speaking of uh, discussion we had earlier in the show, all the Marvel things of 2022 got delayed. Yeah, they sure did. Everything got delayed. Uh, Doctor Strange got moved from March to May. Thor from May to July, Black Panther from summer to winter. Wow. Indiana Jones and the Marvels to 2023. <laughs> Wait, God, I hope that's one movie. Um, that would be funny. That'd and, be fun. Uh, Ant Man and Quantum Mania also moved out a couple months. So yeah. Eh, bummer, but like. You know, with all these TV shows and whatnot, and then, like, I'm guessing they want a bigger box office push. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because let me tell you, it's really weird booking tickets to a a My Hero Academia event Mm -hmm. and not having to, like, fight for tickets. Hmm. It's really fucking weird. Okay, like, getting my Dragon Ball Super tickets... Yeah, was a fucking nightmare. And right. right now, no offense to Dragon Ball, I would say that um, my hero is probably bigger at this moment. I mean, um, yeah, like because it's I, like, I don't know what's making money, but in terms of like anime popularity, I'm pretty sure my hero is the top right now. It's like I'd say like it's it is like the most popular. Like is Boruto still going on? Yes, I believe so. Okay. But but it's like okay so it's just like so like to be able to like go on that app like three days after they and they put tickets on sale and be like boop boop get the exact spot we wanted yeah yep and that um, and that's been my experience in every movie I've gone to Shang Chi was like like it had people there but it was not packed right um no. and then. Uh, I mean, that, also, like, like I imagine you are doing the same, where I am doing my best to pick times where there's the chances are there will be the least amount of people in um, that day. Shang-Chi was, it was the 1030 showing at night, okay. but it was the opening Friday. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Venom was two weeks after it came out, so that I entirely understood. Um, right. So, I don't know, I think that they're honestly... Like movie theaters are still kind of dealing with the effects of COVID. Probably, so, yeah. Like Disney's trying to get extra revenue by pushing. Um, I I finally got my first Friday off in a while, and that was that was when I went to do Bond was to go at twelve fifteen p.m. Uh, to afternoon. a Bond show. It was like me and like three other people, uh, and I intend to watch all my movies this way <laughs> if I can. <laughs> the best way to do it man yeah best way to do it um 
So next up is um, next up is hey, the speaking of movies, they showed this Uncharted trailer. Yeah, this is so fucking weird. Like it is like like Tom Holland actually does a good job in it. Like, sure, but just like he just feels too young. He like, feels you know, too young. Mark Wahlberg, I think, is a good Sully, but it's clear that they're also trying to be like he's he's younger than he is in the games as we know him. No, I actually feel Mark Wahlberg is the laziest piece of shit in this. <laughs> like it just feels like Mark Wahlberg is playing himself. I think that, but I also think that's just Mark Wahlberg. I think well, like there, there's, there's Mark Wahlberg, and then there's more Boston. Mark Wahlberg. Those are the two things Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, can you, do. you don't get Mark Wahlberg for this. This is not I think a Mark Wahlberg. Look. I think that's the reason they picked him. Like, like, like they imagine him with a mustache. Like, yeah, like Mark, Mark, fucking. Um, oh, Anthony lost out on Discord. He needs to fix. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Okay, but like Mark Wahlberg is not the fucking man you get for this job. <laughs> I mean, who do you think then? I mean, fu- honestly, an even fucking older actor, for one. Um, Probably you know. too old, but uh, what's his name? General in Marvel. Yeah, like, that would have been fine. He could be, uh, like... Because, like, you know, like... Fucking... Sully is like a cigar-chomping fucking mm-hmm. old-timey pilot. I'm just uh, thinking, like, they're thinking... Uh, they turn this into a franchise, and if they're doing that, then like as Tom Holland ages into Nathan Drake, I think Mark can age into Sully. Um, so like, I guess, but like once again, it just feels like fucking Mark Wahlberg playing himself. It's um, yeah, and that's just him, you know. I just think that's and, that's all that's what he can do. And then like, as far as like the tone of the movie goes, like, yeah, it does feel very Uncharted-y, but like. It's weird, right? Like, because yeah, like they're both too young for they're both looking too young for what they're doing, and then but then like they'll have a shot where he gets up and he's like completely wet. He's got his half tucked shirt and it's the shirt, and then like, yeah, no, they nailed it. They nailed that look. Yep, good, all right. And the thing that I'm like sitting here with is this: like, you know, Nathan Fillion probably could use work right now. <laughs> And he did that short film ages ago, mm-hmm. and it was fucking spectacular. Yeah, but so uh, I, I think they they had a chance. They they wanted to get as much money as they could, and I don't think you can aim higher right now in terms of like hot, you know, hot actors than Tom Holland. You got Tom uh, Holland, who's like growing into his own, um, and. Yeah, people know people know Mark Wahlberg. So, and then like, uh, and then like, you know, who, who the the what also what is the fucking plot of this movie? They're trying but, to find a, a treasure. But but like, it looks like it's combined the plots of one, three, and four. Well, that's the thing. That's we're what's so crazy. Movie, right? Yeah, we're yeah, the movie, movie, yep. yeah. Okay. Well, my my son had kind of had a cut off problem there, but. Maybe they picked yeah. a holler because Hollywood needs to attract the regular mainstream audience too. Yep. Yep. 
So they got just, they got they got three actors for that that were I like good picks for getting people of various generations interested. You got Tom Holland, you got Mark Wahlberg, and you got Antonio Banderas. Like that last one that last one makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So that that's that's actually the one where I'm just like perfect casting. Mm. Um but like I go back and I watch like the Nathan Fillion test run of this shit, right? <laughs> sure. And I'm just like it's perfect. It's literally perfect. You it made is. you made it perfect. All mm-hmm. Sony had to do was call these people up and be like, "All right, here's the budget," yeah. and, and and done. But they go out and instead, like Tom Holland, I get because that's like the hottest name in Hollywood right now. Yeah, like you know, he's fucking Spider Man. He's having all mm-hmm. these big roles. Like it makes sense. Yes, the Mark Wahlberg thing. What the fuck? And the, he's got the look. You know, uh, yeah, like, I just don't... Um, I, I just fucking what? Speaking but, of other weird shit with Uncharted right now, by the way, uh-huh. uh, they're advertising that uh, collection, which mm-hmm. what it is is it's four and five, or four and Lost Legacy, on oh. PC and... Um, and uh, PS5. Now, PS5, that makes sense. Because you can go yeah. pl- play the trilogy beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, on PC, I'm like, Uncharted 4 is the end of a fucking four-act story. Right. It's You have no context for anything that happened. You have no <laughs> idea why there's this strain in this marriage. You have no idea why these this dude's obsessed with treasure. <clears throat> you're not going to understand all these references to these three prior games that this game constantly brings up. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why wouldn't you do the others as well? Yeah. Just, it doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. For the people who didn't pick up a PS4, but had a PS3 and played them some some Uncharted... I guess. Well, yeah, like PS. Well, PS4 had that collection, right? Like PS4 had the Uncharted collection, so you could play through one, two, and three. Right. And then when four came out, you boom, you're good to go. That's good uh, for the people who got PS4. Yeah, which was most people, to be fair. Right. Exactly. You know, so like again, I don't. Yeah. But like, I don't know what the thought is. But like this PC thing feels so weird. Mm-hmm. It feels so out of place. Like it feels like oh Sony like Sony's eventually porting all their stuff to PC. It feels like, which I mean they should. Which I mean, come on, Bloodborne. Like God of War PC. Um, That's January. Yep. Yeah. January fourteenth. Mm-hmm. God That'll be good. It's it's very weird because I follow a lot of news on the on like a PC enthusiast website, mm-hmm. a news website, and it's very. Uh, it's a little funny, but also a little sad seeing responses from some of the people about these games, like console games, console things, just tainting the purity of the game of the PC gaming experience or something like that. And I'm just like, guys, you don't have to buy it. You don't. <laughs> don't worry about it. You know, they're they're just bragging. Uh, some of them are just like, "Cool, it's a good game, man. I don't have to buy a PlayStation." You, you know what? Like, I don't think you. Could... Oh, it's so obviously a console port. How could oh. I ever deal with such 
vile wretchedry Baldur on Dash. my pure RTX 3090 in Like, it's just kind of, <laughs> I'm just like, guys, just take a chill pill, okay? Is it gonna tell me to press? Very clearly, X you're as still well? PC enthusiasts. Okay, it's not like the it's not like these Sony games or even some of these Xbox games coming along is just like wrecking your stuff. Or is it because they're angry because other people are excited? I don't know. <sighs> but yeah, Horizon, like Horizon, like you know, they would use examples like Horizon Zero Dawn ran like shit before the patches tried to fix it. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, but I'm just like. I don't see what's wrong with these games coming along. If anything, everything's the same. These like game consoles but, are now like just supercharged PC platforms. So 4, 4K 60 FPS Bloodborne. I need it. I want it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, I just realized. Uh, I just yeah, that's, that's my thought at least on PlayStation I, games. I just realized that like who you could have got for Sully would have been uh, probably wouldn't been expensive. But who you could have got? Mm -hmm. Harrison Ford. It, it, one expensive, two a uh, little old, but yeah. Sully's fucking old, dude. That dude. I always interpret him as like. But the thing is, like, I look at Harrison Ford. He's like, maybe that's just a little too old. I, because you got to imagine, like, Sully's kind of. Yeah. It's the same issue with like, like to me, how, like, how I old feel is like, Harrison Ford at this point? Seventies. Right, hold on, I'm pulling up yeah, Sully's because, like, age. Sully right looks now. like 60s. Sully's age in the fourth game. In the was... fourth game. Okay, still. That dude, so that dude in the. Alright, so between the first and the fourth game, that's nine years total. He starts the first game at, it would be age 57. Okay. And he's 64. Okay. Uh, at the uh, or no, he would be sixty six. Yeah. At the end of four, and yeah. let me tell you, my good sir, mm -hmm. at the end of four, him and Sam go start a treasure hunting business. Uh -huh. So that motherfucker, it was still going well yeah. into that age. Sure. But yeah, like he did. This he, is yeah, I can understand. But when you have someone, well, the thing is, it is possible that you could have someone who's in their seventies cast a Sully. You just do that trick that they did. You do those tricks that they did with the Irishman, where you use various technology <laughs> and you have to remind I them mean, to yeah. act sprightly. So, a, you know, if you're in your late sixties and your and your technology is making you look like fifty or forty, you kind of have to be a sprightly as a forty-year-old. As weird as that sounds, right. No, no. So they have they have tricks like that now. They just like take out like you know just do artificial intelligence, right? Everything is AI. Mm -hmm. Use the power of AI to de-age anybody. Yeah. Is, uh, is Harrison Ford in the new Indiana Jones? Yes, he is going to be. Yes. God damn, man! I um, I totally thought that after that accident during Star Wars with his back, I thought he would have been like, "Fuck all of this, I'm done." They're probably cutting not. him a nice fat check. Yeah. We're sieging all the action yeah, scenes. That's, that's, Fantastic. What they kinda had, that's what they had to do with Star Wars, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just just to make that, just to make that. I'm only doing one. Happen. Kill me, goddammit. Um, yeah. 
I, I don't know. They, again, so this makes me think that they're trying to go franchise because they're starting them so damn young. But which is weird though, because in the trailer they use a set piece from three. They use set pieces from one, three, and four. And it's like, okay, so. So Uncharted Cinematic Universe and no exact correlation to game, but keeps all the main themes. I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's new because, Indiana Jones, because, so they can just like, make I'm up to, shit. I'm thinking like, because I'm starting to think like the trendy thing to do right now is with the ex- with the enormous success of Marvel. Marvel, yeah, no, that's exactly it. Everybody's going to do their own like multiverse, you know, cinematic universe stuff because why not? That's it. It, it ev- like it's so popular, everybody wants to do it now, right? Yep. Wants or tries to do it mm-hmm. to varying degrees of success. So like, yep. why not make a uncharted cinematic universe? And at that point, you're not bound and not tight down by the plot of the game anymore you can adapt it better to film yeah because that's like that's kind of like one of the biggest problems with like video game based movies back in the day or any idea was people are like well how do you do one for mass effect like mass effect is such a great story that you don't even need a movie to go with it right but if you make a separate universe you can change enough things to make its own thing and Mm -hmm. look unique when when it does come yeah so Well, we'll see how that goes. Um, it's kind of like it's like you know. Honestly, I'm sitting here. I'm like, man, they should probably make a Warcraft two movie. Like that first one was actually all right. It's kind of good, but it did really. It did really well in China. Like that. That was like another case. Like that was another case of like, okay, this movie follows the game, but not exactly. They kind of had to change some things, but at the same time, I'm okay with the changes they made because you can't make it too niche. Because if you make it too niche, the gamers are just gonna say, "Well, I'll just go play the game." Do, do a Warcraft three movie. Fuck yeah! There you go. <laughs> I would, go right I would like, like, yeah, like the first one. I was like, okay, they had to generalize some things, but even then, it was a generally okay plot with some Hollywood generic stuff in it. But I kind of don't blame them on the Hollywood generic stuff because they're trying to introduce the general public to this really geeky thing that isn't really that geeky because a lot of the public has actually played it. The second movie would be really interesting because it would be two hours of just war. That's all. That's that's all the second game was. Is like it's fucking. They took over the south. We're gonna respond. Mm. War for two hours. Oh, we're I, gonna. You can write a plot with that. Just throw some romance in there, like every Hollywood plot needs. Uh, throw, yeah. Yeah, you, Alaria and Teralian, and then you, uh, and then when Lothar bites it, Teralian does his big war cry, and you know they take over Black Rock Mountain. And then put the orcs in internment camps. Yep. Oh God! And then you know Warcraft Three. That's gonna be. That's a hard one. It's it's very hard because like how do you because it has to have the same impact. Well, which storyline do you pick? Is the question. Do you pick well, Th- do I, you I, pick I, Thrall or do you pick Arthas? I would I'd go with Arthas. I mean, yes, because, that is the because, obvious. Because, because, assuming the cinematic universe keeps going on and on, eventually you're gonna get to Wrath of the Lich King. Right, and also you... And you can't really do Wrath of the Lich King without having to explain what happened to him unless they do some really awkward two-in-one, which isn't going to work. And you can't do, like... And you can't do, um... You can't just do flashbacks. And you can't do, like... Quite, that, that doesn't explain and, how big of a deal it was. Right, and you can't do, like, the entirety of the Horde without Thrall. So, like, you're you're in a you're in a very hard I mean, play. I mean, how, what did you do in the, in the Avengers, right? You got, like... 
five or seven different Avengers independent films, right? Yeah, that's what you would have to. You would have to do like. Of course, you need a lot of money and huge box office successes consistently to make to to justify the cost of doing that. That movie did fucking crazy well in China. That movie did gangbusters in China. I'm telling you right now, if they wanted to do a Warcraft cinematic universe. This is what you do. Okay, you piggy off that first one. You do uh, you do Warcraft 2, Tides of Darkness, and Beyond the Dark Portal. And then you say, all right, Warcraft 3 is so big that the movie is going to be the Arthas plot. And then all the TV shows are going to be Jaina, Thrall, Medivh, Illidan. You know, and then you go from there. Um, um, that would be great, but I just remembered... That uh, isn't Blizzard in a little bit of trouble right now. I'm saying if you were to do this, <laughs> I'm saying because you, it's, you, it's like I'm just sitting here and I'm like, man, it's less like Warcraft. Like the timing is pretty good, or used to be good. Like maybe the mid 2010s would have been like a good time to look at it. Is they had such a Warcraft is pop culture, even though it, it just has a bit of that stigma where people don't like talking about it in public because it makes you sound so geeky and nerdy and look like you don't care about anything else in your life besides. More, mm-hmm. more gear. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you've got ten million people in a single point. What was it twelve million at one point playing the game? But that doesn't even count people like me who just come and go occasionally. Like we know what it is. Are there, so you're talking are, about like total? When you talk about total number of people who've actually played the game, like lifetime players, and yeah. not just a single subscription. So it's over one hundred ten million people. It's 110 million, and then you got the people who skipped the MMO but still played War One, Two, and Three. So yeah, yeah. No. So it's like they 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 had this huge franchise that is essentially part of gaming pop culture. It's just very hidden because of, I guess, the shame of admitting that you play a virtual life. I guess. I will always remember. I will always remember that biology class I had. Where Kyron and I were just freely talking about World of Warcraft, and this dude I know, dude I played football with, comes up to me and he's like, "You guys play WoW? Like it's a fucking drug deal." Yeah. Yeah, man, I got that WoW. I got that good shit. But that's <laughs> that's the stigma. That's the stigma, oh. right? Because if it's Pokemon or Mario, oh, it's just a toy. But when it's Warcraft, oh no. It's fucking. That's that, that's a drug addiction. Which I'm just kind of sitting here and like, Which, yeah, but like, but like anything in life, it's like mod- enjoyed in moderation, right? Yeah, it Don't. can be unless you do what I did this past May. What did you do this past May? Fucking Ray and I did multiple all-nighters, multiple. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was back when we were trying to do everything classic. Yeah, we were trying before to before TBC Classic came out, right? Right. You uh, were so committed to getting me to understand classic before it's far too late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I was like I was pretty late, so like that May was my last chance to understand what classic was like before TBC happened. And I'm kinda glad I did. And I was yeah. like, Oh, so this is what it was like. And I had fun. And we had like a sort of a decent group at the time to do stuff with. We could probably um, still go get those guys together once everyone's lives are not in weird places. And once Blizzard uh, can kind of clean up their shit a little bit. That too. Uh, anyway, we got other. Speaking of Blizzard, uh, McCree is getting his name changed. So yeah. uh, one of the big sexual harassment people at Blizzard 
was a gentleman with the name McCree, who he had a Warcraft zone named after him, he had a Warcraft character named after him, and McCree in Overwatch was named after him. Well, the character formerly known as Jessica McCree will be now known as Cole Cassidy as of October 26th. Okay. Is there like voice dialogue lines that they gotta fix too? Yeah, they're gonna they're they're re-recording all the voice and they're they're giving a lore reason. So on why assuming this is. like assuming like that voice actor contract kind of like expired on this voice actor for a game made three years ago. Hey, we need you to say some new lines, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in a lot of because in a lot of games, you usually don't get those voice actors back because whenever they put out DLC, you can kind of tell that the person that had all the lines in the main game didn't have any lines in the DLC because they didn't. Well, I mean, talk to Destiny about that, where you had uh, Nathan Fillion for all that time, and then they had to ship it over to someone else. Um, so, no. Uh, anyway, let's. That's, you know, good good for them. I'm glad they're cleaning house still. I'm glad that you know, nine point one point five is out. Uh, next week, I believe it fixes a ton of problems um, mm, that couldn't be that that were impossible to fix, right? Yes. And then they're be done. Then yeah, they they did fix a bunch of stuff in corporate, but corporate also still isn't meeting demands. So I'm seeing a lot of steps in the right direction, and uh, that's good. I yeah. need. I need about a full year of that shit. <laughs> right. Before and let's put it this way: if this keeps going, and they announce the new expansion without any shit happening, mm-hmm. and Wrath of the Lich King gets announced without any problems happening, then fantastic! I will come back and with open arms. Right. Um, I will. Or say- I also. Sh- show up with you and everything goes wrong again. Um, I will... Like, like, like every single new... With the exception of maybe Miss Opinion, every single new WoW expansion that I showed up to turns out average or worse. I will so, say... So, like, I wasn't there for Wrath of the Lich King. I showed up to Cataclysm. That was... I think it was kind of good, but it wasn't like... It was. It's not like the classic era of WoW. Miss Opinion, I only level cap and stop, but that turned out good. I show up to BFA. Eh. I show up to Shadowlands... Eh. But you didn't show up to Warlords. You didn't show up to Warlords, and it was the worst one. Right. So, but I didn't show up to Legion, and that turned out amazing. That turned so, out to be the best one since Wrath. So I'm just kind of like, so do I want to test the theory that if I show up, things will eventually go wrong? Um, I mean, um, sure. Because here's the thing. I already know what my last gasp with World of Warcraft is. Mm. They're going to do Wrath of the Lich King Classic. And regardless of Blizzard's inner turmoil, I'm not going to skip it. I've made that decision. Like, I just... The Wrath of the Lich King means too much. Right. Um, so I'm going to go full-on coke fiend with uh, that game, and then and then I'm, that, that's it. I'm, I'm fucking done. You so know? that's like two more years. Yeah, uh, you know, and then you know we'll see how uh, where they take the main game from there. So right. Hon- uh, honestly, like the whole thing is kind of a bit of a mess because like they're they're kind of retro. Uh, 
what's the right word? Retroactively, kind of like removing all this stuff that was in the original games, like the bowl of fruit. Um, the can't can't be problematic with can't be problematic with women if there are no women. Um, but what like what else are they trying to do? So like any like any uh, any slur that humans said about works in that game? Oh games, like, god, those out. Yeah, so, so I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, yeah. If, if, we're, if we want to remove all instances of vile anger at each other, we're going to cancel the entire alliance versus horde. Yeah, fight. Like cancel that whole thing if you want to avoid that because like one of the. the main attractions or things about that game is the Alliance versus Horde thing. You hated people who played the Horde because they ganked on you all the time in Classic and vice versa. So, you you know, if you you, you want to get rid of all vile emotions of this game, you will have the Horde and Alliance just smile and shake hands at the start of the next expansion. Yeah, that's that's what, you know, and that's what Final... It'll be Final Fantasy XIV. No! (laughs) No! I want my bitter hatred community, damn it. No, bitter uh, hatred leads to lots of bad words. So you know, and they're trying to fix that. So like, that's what I think. I, that's one of my like, I, deep down I, gut feelings. They might end up doing is just cancel the entire PvP thing and just I, make it one friendly competition. So like, the Alliance of Horse used to exist. Congratulations, the Alliance gets high elves again, sorta. Um, you know, something. Like that. I, I feel like they're just way overcorrecting in the case of that orc thing. For those of you who missed that news story, uh, so. They're removing all like like slurs for orcs from the game, which that which basically means the word like ah those green skins over there, you know like that's the word they're removing, a reference and reference. And I'm like, that's so dumb. That's all the- you have to do is like create new content and like have characters be like, you know what. We've been saying some fucked up shit and have that be like on the side, like just like you can adjust. You don't have to delete all the shit. Like I understand taking the NPCs out of like the Bill Cosby room. That made sense. Hey, that's a cool idea. Yeah, (laughs) that's that was fine. Whatever. But like, like the both the Alliance and Horde have committed atrocities. And war crimes. Granted, the Horde way, way more. But mm-hmm. still, it's part of that universe. And I'm going to tell you right now, because of this, part of that universe is fucking racism. Uh, right, like acknowledge that. Like Just like, like in Mass Effect, they acknowledge space racism. Uh, xenophobia, basically, is the fancy word. Yeah. Yeah. So, so no. So it's it, a it's it's like it's it the the idea of removing like the term green skin and I'm just like, but like there are probably members of the alliance who had their family killed by orcs and are now massively racist because of it. Crash uh, won the movie. Uh, you know, like well, so yeah, like that's why, like that's why I feel like okay, if we really so if you. So if they want to go to that, go to in that direction, I was like, well, you might as well just cancel the entire Alliance Horde uh, war. Thing. I, I mean, there's a part of the just, community. just cancel the whole thing, make it like you know, and that, at that point, you just be Final Fantasy fourteen. Everybody's one big happy family united against one evil NPC empire. 
But like, and then I think that makes Warcraft way more boring because part of its entire history has been these faction conflicts, be it Alliance or Horde, well, Undead versus Living, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. And it had to have those factions because it was an RTS. Uh, so, <laughs> um, anyway, we'll figure that out as they go forward. Hey. Yep. Uh, Wednesday, October 27th, Sony is doing a 20-minute-long third-party state of play. Huh. A few of the old... Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> please. God. Technically, third-party, right? Please. Oh, uh, I talk about it for seven of the 20 minutes. Though that, I, that's... I've never wanted something more Including now. a new car. Yeah, uh, Damn. A piece of DLC, maybe. So we got a delay. Advance Wars 1 and 2 reboot has been delayed from December to spring 2022. Which, mm-hmm. good. Uh, plenty of games coming out. Uh, Advance yeah. Advanced Wars is a beefy-as-hell strategy game. Very similar to Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy Tactics. You run resources in this big grid, and it's turn-based. And then on the side, you have an anime plot line. Uh, fun fact, it is co-op. Um, mm-hmm. It's the first one of these in a while. The last one that came out was Advanced Wars Days of Ruin, which came out in 2008. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, get so, it right. Uh, Suda51 Studio Grasshopper Manufacturer announces uh, that they have been bought by NetEase. Um, yeah. So China now owns Suda51, which seems like the worst pairing ever. <laughs> they, you know, they, they, they did the same thing that they do with all these kinds of expeditions. Like, we're going to stay out of it. We're going to let him do what he wants. Until we're not, because we're China. Um, you know, the the second that the second that Pooh Bear doesn't like something, we're cracking down. Um, doesn't that sound like every single evil megacorp acquisition by EA though? Well, I mean that's the thing. It's like it's not just China. We like you by we like you Bioware, but you know what? We need you to be more mainstream. Yeah, well, like the the difference is China. Also, very strange that a Chinese company is buying this right now because I was like, isn't aren't they under like intense uh, gaming time uh, restrictions? Doesn't mean they can't make money everywhere else on the planet. Um. So, and also this just like like just. The free, crazy fucking spirit and weirdness and pervertedness of the man who gave us the big boner gun. Yeah. Being owned by a Chinese publisher just feels really weird. Really, really weird. We'll see. Gotta see what these next few games are. Well, he said it's definitely not. I imagine imagine there's just some money thing big money involved. let it die like just fucking really just I mean, ju- dive in on those microtransactions boy <laughs> like <laughs> like Sudasan might as well be like if things go wrong he just leaves and then they could just yeah no it, 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 it sucks though because like grasshopper was his thing 
Yeah, but yes, he can't leave. He could, you know, he'll he could he could find venture capital for a new studio. Be like, I want to make fucking some weird fucking sequel to some game I made a decade ago. Yeah. Oh, there was a news story about. Did, was that included in that news story about like his idea for what he wants to work on next? Uh, I, all I know is he's definitely not doing no more Heroes Four. Yes, that's that's what all I know. That's I I caught a glimpse of a rumor. It could be entirely fake, but uh, like it showed a picture of um, Boner Gun game. Shadows of the Damned. Shadows of the Damned. Uh, which I don't know. I enjoyed that game. I did too. Uh, I actually keep meaning to buy it on Xbox because it's backwards compatible. Um, so, you yeah, know, you you play as Garcia Hotspur, going to rescue your your kidnapped girlfriend from the underworld <laughs> with your friend a talking gun who's a fucking pervert. Uh, yeah, I remember, I remember that. That was... that was a good one. Uh, I know people really like Thirteen. Yeah, 13. 13 was all right. Um, that was seems him, like though. the kind of person who would like to make new stuff. Killer Seven was his thing. Killer Seven, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I it's very rare he does sequels. In fact, I think No More Heroes is the only thing he has that has a sequel. So, um, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I was surprised. Oh fuck! What was that? Uh. There was a pseudo sequel to Killer Seven as well that he did, but uh, oh well. Mm. Um. Anyway, so last news story we got involves Xbox memory cards. I don't understand how a company could be so smart but so stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said that the regular Xbox SSD is priced perfectly. Because it is literally $20 more than a regular M.2 of the same speed and size. And mm. considering that Microsoft, that they, they need to make some profit on this thing, a $20 markup for a terabyte is not the worst thing in the world. Now, that said, they've announced two new storage options. The first of which... Oh, shit, dude. Yes, the first of which being a 512 gigabyte for $140, which that's half the price of the Series S. And then a 2 terabyte for $400. Mm -hmm. And I just hear these two price points and storage sizes, and I'm just like, the terabyte is still kind of the best value. Like the best value, best price. The price of the five twelve is the price of a standard one terabyte SSD. Yeah, but not an M dot. A little more. Not like a fancy schmancy M dot two. Well, you, you, you can get M dot two. Not uh, NVMe SSDs, but yeah, if you're talking not, about like black editions with like the very fancy write speeds. Yeah, yeah which is yeah, what these yes, have. But... Yeah, these are these. Uh, these are. Uh, I believe they did a speed test. And this thing is like the equivalent of a Samsung 980 Evo, so hmm. um, which is a 190 to 200 dollar drive whenever you go to check on it. Hmm. So, you know, uh, 
And then Sony, they they actually say you can use some very low-end drives, but then you have to buy and apply a heatsink. So that's its own reward. And make mm. sure it fits inside that tiny S slot on the PS case. Um, that said, like with all of these, that I I don't I I prefer Microsoft's solution in this particular case, just because due to the heatsink, Sony's solution actually ends up being more expensive. If oh. you want the speeds that they recommend and tell you to get. Oh. Yeah. So, Hmm. Okay then. I I don't know. I haven't run into I haven't run into many issues, thankfully, with storage so far. I just sucked it up and I bought I bought my Xbox and I bought a terabyte of storage immediately. I was just yeah. like, I'm and to be fair, I have four hundred and fifty two gigs open right now, so I'm you know, it but I'm also the type of person who keeps a like rotation of service games up. Um mm. so um anyway yeah i don't know like the two terabyte one i'm just like that's more than the series s yeah that's not like what are you doing who's buying that who needs that i'm a fucking like monster when it comes to content and i'm i don't even burn through to through that yet we're not talking about today. We're talking about the next four years, and because we're talking about SSD load times, they will make games so huge that an install is going to be like two hundred gigabytes. Right, mm-hmm. but like, eventually, I'm going to finish my playthrough of Yakuza Like a Dragon, my second run, and that's going to get deleted, and I'm going to get fifty gigs back. Same thing, you know, and so on and so forth. So I don't. Mm, I don't know. We live in an age where people still have crappy internet. I'm pretty sure sitting around waiting for three days, waiting for like a whole day for your game to download, isn't like the most appealing thing. Right. Um, so it's 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 the it's the enthusiast option, and enthusiasts will cough up big money, right? Right. I mean, or I mean, Xbox enthusiasts, like I like obviously these guys are gonna laugh at the price of that thing, but yeah, like it, enthusiasts will pay for it. Like as a PC enthusiast, I understood the one terabyte being two hundred dollars. I was like, okay, that's that's in line, you know, and Microsoft needs their cut. So a $20 markup, okay. You know, that's that's not the worst price in the world. That 140 though, that's a rip. That's a rip. Fucking right, hold on. So it was like 300? Um no, it's one uh so a 512 gig is um is uh one hundred and forty dollars. One all right, so Samsung nine eighty pro. That's about the equivalent of what it is. It's cut down to a five hundred. Oh my okay, it's on sale, so I have to add it to my stupid card. Um Okay, right, so this is the sale price. So yeah, it's $115. Um I wonder what the non sale is. But so what's the what's the normal cost? Doesn't say great. Okay, so okay, so all right. So the two terabyte is four hundred dollars, and the nine eighty pro is three fifty six on sale, off sale four thirty. So you're you know it's so, just like it's just the thing about SSDs. Like one terabyte seems to be the sweet spot even for PCs because once you go up to two terabytes, you're suddenly paying like two fifty to 
been yeah like 150 bucks yeah like it's it's pretty crazy yeah like i'm on a samsung 980 pro right now 370 dollars with the sale price right now so you're at so you know 30 dollar markup not too horrible um the fucking that but that 500 gig one that's a rip dude it's well, one yeah, because you know, it's like that's just low capacity drives, you know. And then you have yeah, like one hundred and thirty dollars for five twelve. Like yeah, you could get like a standard NVMe drive. Oh no! <laughs> what what's going on? He just he just disconnected oh, and now he's back. Yeah, my Discord's crashed twice already. Damn. Um, weird. What were you saying? Started, but for now, I'm off the. I'm not using my Bluetooth headset because that seems to be the start of the problems. Hmm. Oh, and then it all all crashes. So technology. So yeah, like I. Uh, That's it. I'm running Windows 11. (laughs) Oh, oh! You gave your computer AIDS. Got it. Um. I could talk once we get sorted to the end of the news thing. Then I could talk a little bit about Windows 11 and a little bit of PC news that I gathered up. To, okay, uh, I would love to hear about once that once we cover once we finish our regular news. Um, mm-hmm. all right. So, um, anyway, so we like I don't like I play a lot of fucking video games, especially mm-hmm. on Xbox. Xbox is far and away my most used platform. It's not even fucking close. And um, I still have 500 gigs left. And if I would just shut up and commit to finishing something, I could probably shave 100 to 200 off of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm like the mega enthusiast. And even for me, the one terabyte built in plus the, two, the one terabyte that I got back near launch is fine. So I don't know who fucking two terabytes is for. And especially at four, that's almost the price of the console. (laughs) The console's $500. Yeah. That's if you get the high end model. Bronson, again, does the console make money? I mean, barely. They're probably breaking okay. even. Like, like you like, like I look at it as like this add-on hard drive, or sorry, not hard drive, add-on storage is an accessory. So yeah, it makes sense. They're going to make their money back through accessories and not the initial cost well, of the system itself. Yeah, so, they're they're you know the you know they're. This is just kind of like one of these like people were willing to cough up money for 120 gigabyte hard drives on Xbox 360s when those things were just. Oh, you want to hear the funniest shit in the world? Do we all remember at the launch of the 360, if you bought a core unit and wanted to add a hard drive, a 20 gig hard drive was $100. Oh, in 2005. Yeah, like what? Fucking. And it was a proprietary little thing. It was a proprietary thing. You slot it on. Or you can buy yourself like one of those like GameCube stick things. I had one of those, uh, so I had to. Bu- so when I bought my 360, I had to buy it in a bundle at GameStop. I got I got taken for an $800 ride, but <laughs> but they did give me the full shebang. I got the pro model, the con- or the uh, what, what was their fucking high end model? 
It was the it was it was the pro. The, it was Corn Pro, whatever the fuck the 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 fancy launch model was with the silver disc tray, uh, and then it came with a DVD remote, a memory card, four controllers. One was wireless, two were wired, and then it came with Call of Duty 2, Cameo, Project Gotham, and Perfect Dark. Uh, and then I traded Quinn Call of Duty 2 to get Madden. So. Hmm. Yep. That's, uh, that's quite a lot for you, Hunter. Yeah, dude, it was a good deal. Like, and there was it also came with like expedited shipping, and I think it might have came with Condemned also. Like it was, it was like basically, I got to pre-ordering super late because I was earning money mowing lawns at the time. Mm. So I pre-ordered the last possible second, which meant, hey, we got these bundles, and you might get it shipped late. Which I right. did, because um, I, I uh, Quinn came over on launch night and launch weekend. I didn't have mine till about a, a little bit later, because it shipped late. Um, but yeah, and to this day, that's actually one of the most impressive console launches to me, because of like the fact that like let me plug in my MP3 player and we can run custom soundtracks in any game, doesn't matter what it is. Uh, right. Um and like look at all these dudes on screen in cameo. <laughs> yeah. Look at Project Gotham. It has real reflections. There's dust on the windshield. Holy shit. Fuck. Uh Fight Night. That that came out in the spring, but man, it look, did. look at that. that. That was that was what I remember when when that was like in the middle of like that, that launch window, like seeing that, Fight Night footage was like Yeah, oh. you just saw that dude sweat. There's so much sweat. Look at him punch in slow motion. Holy shit. Fucking oblivion. Get outside that gate. Holy shit. That draw yeah. distance. Yeah. Like in hindsight, that's that's not a pretty scene anymore. No, it's, no. It's, you know, it's, it's one giant smudge of a mountain. Even even like <laughs> up res. But in 2005, 06. Sorry, 06. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I mean, another one from that year, fucking Dead Rising. You play that Dead yeah. Rising demo, and you're like, look at all these fucking dudes! Yeah, you want to talk about dudes on a screen. Dead Rising. <sighs> wow. I really, like... I don't get that fucking, like, holy shit moment from new console games that often anymore. So far, I've gotten it once from these mm. new consoles, as far as an actual game goes. And it's been Ratchet and Clank. Like, Miles... Mm. You know, like, Miles Morales looked great. The ray tracing was gorgeous. So did Demon Souls, but like Ratchet and Clank so far has been the only one where I was just like, "Holy shit, this could not have been done on a PS4." Wow. I think like with the way game design and hardware design have been in the last oh, two decades, mm. sorry, in the last like 10, 15 years, it's all incremental at this point. Breath of the um, Breath of the and, Wild, and, and, and like, and because like <clears throat> the platforms are just getting closer to PC, you can kind of see what's upcoming just by looking at high end PC hardware. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, Breath of the Wild. And, and like in the old days, you kind of you know, at the old days, you can kind of keep the gameplay the same because it's like, look, we can draw everything sharper with more color, and the jump from SD to HD was huge. Whereas like nowadays, adding more color and more objects on screen doesn't really quite have the same effect because we already knew it. 
that was coming. I will say, so it's kind of like we have to go to VR to make everyone go whoa. So eight. So here, here's a here's my. I'm gonna go back the past five six years, of the ones that blew my mind in this time frame. Hmm. Um, HDR, just HDR, good HDR content. Um, when HDR is done right. And like you see the differences in light and everything, holy fuck, it's good. Sure. Um, Breath of the Wild, just like when you have that epiphany, at, you know, it could be an hour in, could be five hours in. I'm just like, I can do anything. This world is mine to conquer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one. Um. Next one was um, Ratchet. Like I said, it first game of this generation that's felt like that could not have been done on a PS4. The way it looks in 4K, the way the HDR is, the way they're like literally transporting you between level whole levels in an instant. Like that is a game that could not have been on the old shit, or at least it doesn't feel like it. Right. Um. Then I would say Half-Life Alex. Um, I I will I've been this has been the year I fucked around in VR quite a bit. Um, I played a lot of Alex, a lot of Beat Saber, a lot of uh, Finish the Fight, Dance Central. But like I will always remember that moment of Half-Life Alex when you're walking on the roof, and I'm not sure if you guys have played Half-Life in a while, but if you remember the the Striders. Mm-hmm. And you see one, it's a leg laying next to you. And you look up and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And you're like, and you like literally, and, and this is how you naturally respond. Your, your head just goes up and it's just like, oh, hey yeah. there. Hi. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it's such a like, mind-blowing fucking moment and you have that several times throughout the game when you're just like like in a normal video game when you're in a situation where you're cornered with a gun press a button reload but no when you're playing half-life that's like fucking get fucking get in the gun (laughs) you know like just like moments like that like little moments in most games you take for granted um you know where uh, so uh and then the last one is not a on a game level it's on a system level and it's in the xbox it's place it's for quick resume comma when it works Mm -hmm. um and in the playstation's place it's cards so for those of you who don't know what cards are on the playstation uh anthony let's pretend you're trying to 100 percent spider-man because yeah. you're the type of person who will do that, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, well, what cards do is before you even boot into the game, you can mouse over to the game, and it'll have a list of activities that you haven't done yet. Right? And you can literally press a button, and it'll load you directly into that activity. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just fucking so awesome. Same thing with Astro's Playroom. Like Astro's Playroom, I'll get a message being like, John Macaluso beat your score in this trial. The fuck he did. And then you literally, once again, 
press one button and it takes you to that trial and has you start it. And you don't think it's a big deal until you go without it. Like you go on the Xbox and you're like, oh, I'm going to go play some Red Dead. I want to do that side quest. And then you load into Red Dead and you're like, fuck, that's far away. Fuck, that's a long horse ride. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> uh, yep. You know. Do you think like that kind of streamlining and convenience is going to lead to the MMO problem where it doesn't feel like a journey anymore? I think it depends on the game. I think that I think games like Dark Souls are going to be a lot more acceptable now and Bloodborne, like even more than they already were. Because a big part of the reason why Dark Souls or Demon Souls or Bloodborne is so frustrating is, okay, Bloodborne, you die. You have to wait 90 fucking seconds to get back at the fucking bonfire. And then you're at the bonfire. Then you need to go refarm all your shit and go to the boss. Versus, like, with this, one, loading into the game with a card gets me where I was immediately and two dying. Oh, I died. I loaded in three seconds. I'm back. I'm back to my, my day. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see it on the PlayStation level a little more, but I, you know, and then it's on the developers to develop around that though. Also just like, I, there's been an argument recently that game pass devalues games. Cause you don't stick with a game cause you didn't have to pay for it. So doesn't that just mean they have to make the beginning of their game good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. see a problem here. Values games, and I'm just like, I don't know, make your game good? Like, like, but, like I love Red Dead Redemption 2. It's like, you know, I would play like a game like... <sighs> because the thing is, like, you can values a game. Yeah, but if I bought a game I didn't like after I played first hour, I start, like really getting more hesitant about buying any games or trying any games because i like oh man i believe 60 dollars in a game i don't even like i have to well, sell or, it and lose money on it and or, or you do what i used to do is where you just power through it some more and hope you it gets good but then that's a time investment you know yeah, and be, it like works great when you're 18 not so great when you're 28 to be fair i have found some really fucking good games that way though um, I have found some really good games doing that. That is how I actually found the Yakuza games. But, you know, but the, like, as an adult, yeah, that sucks. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of my favorite games of this console generation, or the past console generation, and it was one of the most mind-blowing games I played that entire generation. That said, uh, it also has one of the worst fucking intros to a video game ever. <laughs> like Kingdom Hearts 2 level of bad. Mm. Okay, maybe not that bad, but still pretty uh, yeah. bad. Kingdom Hearts 2, that, that six, that's a six-hour lobotomy. <laughs> really got to stick with it. Once you know. do, though... It's, it's fantasy it's, games. Once, once you do, though... Man, is it worth it? Sure. But like, holy shit. Uh, yeah. Like, 
if if they think like Game Pass is devaluing games, I'm kind of like, well, what about like any TV show, movie streaming service? And there's there's been an argument. If I don't like the first episode of a TV show. You know, I don't think like nobody's really said that it devalues the TV show. If I only watched the first episode and decided, nah, I don't like this show, I'll watch something else. Right. Like, and I th- there's been an argument against that in Hollywood as well. Uh, but my argument is the same as the game one, where it's. You know, and, and the thing is, is, okay, what about a slow build? You can still make a slow build interesting, though. Like it, it needs a good hook. Uh, you don't have to like come out of the door with everything on fire, buildings collapsing, and explosions going off everywhere. You don't have to start with that. You need a good hook, and there's a lot of good ways to do a hook. Exactly. Um. So. Like um. Oh man, I had a thought and I lost it. Crap. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that's the news for the week, though. So. Anthony, oh, uh, I have my thought now. Is like I think like I think like society, like I think like as far as media as a whole, whether it's games, TV shows, YouTube, or anything, we're, humanity as a whole is kind of moved has been moving towards that direction where you have to make where people don't have the patience anymore. I I actually used to. If 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 this video is not entertaining within thirty seconds, it's going to in, impact your retention curve and it's going to statistically hurt your monetary monetization on this video on TikTok. So now these days the trend is people don't even like. I'm starting to notice like, do people even want to watch five minute videos anymore? In the old days, it, like people will probably would be okay with watching ten minute videos. I feel like nowadays it's like your entertainment has to be so instantaneous. I feel like such to a even fun. have a chance. So I'm just like it, it. Just it's just like next thing you know, we're gonna have like two second jokes if that's even possible. I I feel be. like and and that's gonna be the new monetization goldmine because TikTok has proven that you can people just want to watch thirty second videos jokes all day or something. I feel like <laughs> such feel like a an old boom man saying that living with Stephanie and being friends with Ray. I feel like such a fucking boomer sometimes <laughs> because I like to watch 10, 15, 20, sometimes hour long videos about subjects. Right. Mm-hmm. But like I, like I watched a fucking hour long video this week about like, about the, the, like the possibility of if, like Germany never invaded Russia during World War II. And sure. it was a very interesting video. It was really cool. You know, they talked about all these different possibilities and I got something out of it. And then like Steph or Ray will show me a TikTok and it'll be funny for like three seconds. And then I'm like, and then just like it fucking just disappears into my mind rot. And, like, that's what I see these people doing just all day, like, 30-second fucking, like, mind rot. It's what it is. Like, like most of the jokes aren't even that funny. Like, every I mean, now and... That's, every basically, now, that's, basically my, that's basically my Facebook wall. Every everything, now... Everything is a 15-second Marvel meme because Facebook has determined that all I care about is 15... Like, it's just like, you need some stimulation so instantaneous, no matter how brief or fleeting, you need instantaneous stimulation of some kind well, right now. N- not if you all... don't deliver it, that's going to hurt your monetization. The, the... So it's just kind of like, are we like even in it? Like, 
Well, like, I just... I can kind of see this, like, devalue, not just from a monetary standpoint, but I guess, like, see, like, devalue from a, do we even have, like, the patience to properly enjoy a well-built-up thing anymore? Because it's to the point where you can have a good hook, but if you're not, like, going full kaboom with an airplane crashing into the ground at Mach 2 in the first five seconds of a Call of Duty game, you're sure as hell aren't doing it right, apparently. So, you know, like, and the... You know, and, and the thing is, is, like, I know people can still enjoy that content because, like, Steph and I will watch, like, long-form shows together and stuff. But it's just, like, this we like, I just find it weird and, like, not enjoyable, like, going on to motherfucking TikTok and, like, just doom-scrolling for, like, an hour, you know? Like, I mean, are, I they, are they going through, like, the stuff that just comes on the quote-unquote front page like the stuff that they send you or are they following people and they've got like a curated oh, no, list oh, no, of they, 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 they've, they've, they've got a curated list okay but okay like, but like even then i'm just just like i just don't get the style of entertainment like i like it, it's i it's, guess it, it's it's instantaneous it, it it's like eating a fucking like fun-sized candy bar versus like you know eating a steak it's like uh, i it's like 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 maybe one out of a hundred times i'm choosing the fun size candy bar because i'm full or something but most of the time just give me the fucking steak i mean i think we're, I think we're just i think it just kind of like goes to the whole theme of attention spans are so short that if you don't feel anything right away it isn't worth it which is kind of a little scary <laughs> um, it's like they accused, like you know, like because like we they accused us of having short attention spans. But yeah. Man, you know, now it's like you know, fourteen second videos now where it's good for it's good for a laugh. Yeah, it's good for a laugh. That was funny. I mean, uh, you know, I, I feel like it's it's similar to like you know Twitter, except these people are you know mostly getting it's not you know opinions on games or anything. It is just like fun stuff and i get that it's not that's not my not my thing unless i found the right people to follow on tiktok but right i i don't i i don't know like it's my old like i would rather listen to a one hour to three hour nbc or next lander or wan show than i would you know uh, uh, then you know, then I would a lot of stuff. But when sure. I, then, I, then I'd rather like go on Twitter and get a thousand different like one shot opinions on you know whatever is the the take of the day, you know. Like and and I that's fair. You know, so you know, and like I said, and maybe and maybe I'm just different in that in that case. Who knows. Everyone has their their different way of uh, yeah of, uh, consuming information. It's one, of weird, it's one of those weird things where it's a it's a Gen Z thing, and we are old. Fair enough. Anyway, Anthony, <laughs> you want uh, you want to talk about computers after the news? I have to use the restroom real quick, so that seems like perfect timing. So uh, talk about the computers right now. Yes, go. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, there's like a few things. So apparently, like Windows 11 came out. And yes, it, I've been curious about this. 
so um so windows 11 as far as i can tell is a lot like windows 10 but sure. with a new str- newer streamlined uh, interface uh what right. they did is they, they got rid of the start menu again um and <laughs> okay. they replaced it when you open it it kind of opens up this it kind of reminds me of Linux, actually. Like, you open it up, it just gives you a collection of apps. It's sort of like your app selection screen on Android. It's like a combination of mobile, Linux, and Mac OS all melded, and Windows all melded together. Weird. So instead of a start menu, you can just kind of, like, push, uh, you know, push the start button, whatever you call it, and then type in the name of your program, so your oh. app, and, like, say Final Fantasy, and it'll just do the search for you. Uh, instead of you having to browse through a alphabetical list like you used to, you can right. still go into all apps and see everything as an alphabetical list. But um, so that's one of the things they changed. Uh, they also made it way less geeky. Um, <laughs> okay. In Windows Ten, Windows Ten was kind of like that halfway point between general uh, user and uh, kind of like that IT power tools kind of thing. Um, okay. It's kind of, uh, so like you kind of had like command prompts, you can run like specific programs, do network diagnostics. It was kind of like, you know, halfway in between general user and IT guy. I get the feeling IT guys and like computer staff and power users are going to absolutely hate Windows 11 because they took a lot of that geekiness out. Dang. Which is fine for a person like my mom because when you right click, you probably don't care about buttons that say, uh, you know, task manager or, you know, PowerShell or, you know, all these weird geeky terms It's all about being more personal. So like you right click on your taskbar in Windows 11 all, and the only option you have is taskbar settings. Huh. You right click on Windows 10 and you have toolbar, search, news and interest, show Cortana button, show task view button, show people on the taskbar, show the keyboard button, show the desktop, cascade windows. You have all these buttons and options. In Windows 10, and they, and they took a lot of that in Windows 11. Now, granted, you can still find those features, but you kind of have to dig a little bit. Interesting. So it's less scary to average users like maybe my parents. Right. Um, and But I think IT guys and other power users are going to drive insane. Um, other things about... So really, that's all I can tell. Everything kind of like runs like Windows 10, except it runs just a little slower. Slower? Because if... If you are on, like, uh, I don't know if this happens with Intel processors, but if you're on an AMD processor, when it came out, you you lost, like, 10% of your performance. Oh. Uh, there was, like, a bug in the drivers, and there was a bug in Windows. They both supposedly fixed most of, most of it the past week, but you kind of have to go do a bit of downloading and updating. Great. Uh, and also your gaming performance takes a hit by, like, uh, 10%, I think I was told, by another Man. person. So... Yes, you have to go to Windows 11 if you want the fanciest feature sets to make your games pretty, but it's actually it's kind of weird because the interface makes you think they trimmed out a lot of of, of bloat, but yeah, doesn't sound worth it right now. No, um, and it's kind of like it's kind of like the classic. Yeah, it comes out. Wait until they fix it up a little bit, then then move. Um, okay, but being Microsoft, you know they're going to sneak this into people's computers. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wake up one day about it. Yep. Uh, and unless you're tech savvy enough to know how to force it not to do it, it's gonna secretly update and force you into Windows 11. You turn on your computer one day, and all of a sudden, it'll say, "Hi, we're here to create a new, enjoyable, personable experience for you." Ta-da! Here's your new desktop, and now you don't know where all your buttons are. Yep. 
Um, you gotta go to work sometime, bitch. Yeah. So we're gonna sneak uh, this in however we can. Yeah. So they're gonna do it. And the system requirements for Windows 11 kind of requires you to have a computer that's, I think, newer than five years, new, like less than five years old. Okay. It's not fun. And then there was like this whole TPM thing, which is like a, it's a, it's like a little security chip thing. If I, if I, if I were to speak in layman terms where you have to have a certain, uh, like you have to have like a TPM 2.0 and that kind of forces you to have a computer that's about 2017 or newer. Huh. So, so I have a question about that, actually. Mm. Uh, I've been listening the entire time. Um, <clears throat> so I have a question about that. So, like, does my 6700K on my spare PC fly? Yes, it does. So if you go into Windows Update, they run a tool. It'll show you if your computer is Windows 11 ready or not. You okay. just have to make sure your TPM is turned on or else it fails it. Okay. So I have a 2700X and my chipset has it. So I'm fine. So since you're on something that's quite a bit newer okay. than a second gen Ryzen, you should be fine. Oh no, I'm referring to my old computer, my 6700K. No. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn it. Probably the thing is Windows. I was supposed to talk to Aaron about how Windows 11 actually kind of slightly slows down your computer. Well, I, I, I every major version of of iOS or any operating system or Android <laughs> always slows down your phone just a little bit. I fucking told, I, dude. I totally told. I was, I fucking so bummed because I wanted to use uh, that spare computer I have for something besides just a fucking paperweight in the living room. You, know? you, you can attempt to install a clean ISO on it and see if it works. <laughs> uh, as far as upgrading, you need at least like TPM 2.0 or something. Because the actual system requirements themselves are a little confusing. Because it sounds like your old PC could just knock it out of the park. But the whole TPM thing, it's for security and whatever else, but, you know. It's the uh, next version of Windows is coming out, and it just kind of has all of your typical next version of Windows complaints. Yep. So I'd say give it a few months to fix it out until they really start forcing people. Uh, Let's see. Stephanie says, it's flooding outside, and I picked up the laundry and brought it all in. Worship me. Yes, yeah, she did the... <coughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I covered. It, it's raining like it's been. It's crazy outside. Yeah, no, dude, it's nuts. God damn. I kind of want flood. Flood watches areas are getting flooded. Good on you for getting out there despite all that. Ugh. I paid for the laundry this week, so she had to go get it. Um, gotcha. So uh, that's Windows 11. Um. Not much I could say. It's basically a uh, <laughs> it's a mobified Windows 10, which is a Windows 7 fied Windows 8, which is an Appified Windows 7, which is a fixed Windows Vista. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm gonna describe it. All all the programs I used in Windows 10 works in 11, just maybe just a squeak slower, not enough for me to really care, but probably enough to drive tech guys insane. So, 
It, it would it'd be enough to bother me. I already know. Changing changing default apps is more annoying, I noticed, because in the old days, if you wanted to change your web browser, you just go into Windows 10 and be like, hi, please stop using Microsoft Edge. I want to use uh, Google Chrome. Well, in Windows 11, what they did this time is, oh, you want to use a different web browser, right? Well, you're going to have to individually set every single web type file extension to your new web browser. <laughs> That's like 10 different things. I have to go and click and be like, use Chrome, use Chrome use Chrome or Firefox or whatever you guys use. So as well, they made it more annoying for me to change the default app unless I'm missing something. Bro. Because uh, they want you in that ecosystem. Well, dude, they, it's still a pain in the ass on, um, on, uh, on fucking 10 sometimes. Cause let me tell you, my work laptop loves to reset my browser. It loves it. It's like its favorite fucking thing to do. Like, I, let me tell you, I'm just like, I need to go to a meeting and I need to use Edge. Yeah, I, corporate shit. Okay, anyway. So I need to use Edge to do so. Yep. Boots into Chrome. I'm like, that's not my default browser. Do not care. And it's just like, fuck, fine. Yeah. So um, I'd say give it a few months for them to work bugs and whatever other complaints <laughs> that people have right now. Um, That's cool. But if, but if you were to download today, I think it's it's fine. I I like it, it, it takes a little getting used to to the new interface because a lot of stuff got, quite a few things got rearranged but I I didn't take too long to get used to it I really want to uh, I really want to invest in it because of the um, uh, uh, because of their storage stuff for games I've been so fucking spoiled by the new consoles when it comes to like storage and loading that even my M.2 on my PC in comparison, mind you, is slow. Mm. Um, yeah, and you know, then they're gonna make yeah, uh, Windows 11 exclusive feature. So gamers will have to come, unless you want to go through the mess of trying to download a backport of it into Windows 10 or Windows 7. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. But I'm not really enough of that enthusiast to look into that anymore. So. I'm yeah, I'm not gonna bother doing that kind of shit. But no. it's, it's 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 a it's 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 one of those things where like once eleven gets fixed, which it'll probably be fixed before the free upgrade period, or hopefully before the free upgrade period is over, so that way you won't have to worry about it. Also, they, I, I don't really do free upgrade periods anymore because Windows keys are just basically digital now. They're also can't they're also cheap as shit to get. If you know where to look, yeah. So um, because Microsoft, what is it like? They just want more telemetry data out of your computer. How are you using it? Yeah. So, anyways, you know. So yeah, there's that. I'm um, just saying that uh, if you buy a key from like, I don't know, another part of North America where it's more affordable, and you use it here. That shit still works. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Okay. So that's Windows 11. Um, I don't <sighs> really know many games that take advantage of it yet, but there's that. Okay, so that's probably the geekiest PC news story I have. Hey, we know that PC components are expensive, right? Fucking ridiculous. All right, well, there's now some uh, alleged pricing leaks on the 12th generation of Intel Core processors. 
hurt me, Daddy. <laughs> if you want to oh, it, hey! We're getting fucking, uh... Welcome hey, we're being hosted. Hey! For a second, I thought it was cart mail. I was like, oh, shit. Um, all right, go on. Yeah. So, I7, 12, 700K. Okay. Um... Four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I nine twelve nine hundred K. Um, six hundred and seventy. Oh, sorry, I read that wrong. Oh, sorry. The twelve seven hundred Core i seven will be four seventy. The twelve nine hundred Core i nine will be six seventy. So that's increases of $70 on the Core i7 and $130 on the Core i9. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. that's stuff in CPU news. Graphics yeah. cards, alleged pricing is $650 to $825 range. Wait, yeah. what? Which is... So Intel's new uh, XE Alchemist graphics card, dedicated graphics card range... Um, pricing points could be $650 to $825, uh, depending on, obviously, the grade that you choose to get. So, you know, in line with uh, graphics cards being expensive everywhere. Dude, I so I keep an eye on the market, right? Pretty, like, focused. And just fucking lord. Like, it's just... It, it just breaks my spirit like so i i decided to check reno and and the bay area yesterday morning right mm-hmm. and 30 70s not 30 80s 30 70s are selling for over a grand yep and a 30 80 if you can get one for 1200 it is a steal. 15 seems to be the average. It is literally cheaper to... It is almost cheaper to lease a graphics card than it is to go out and fucking, like, just buy one. Ugh. Actually, yeah, hold on. Let me check my leasing site right now. Because I, I, I always consider this leasing site a backup of, like, my graphics card takes a shit and I don't have a bunch of money at the time. Mm-hmm. As like a like, well, this is a bad decision, but I need a graphics card. Um, so times that by thirteen. So okay, so to lease to lease to own a graphics card, so that means you lease it for a year. It's two thousand one hundred and eleven dollars. Buying that same video card right now. Let's see how much it is on eBay, shall we, children? <laughs> let's uh, let's go down this rabbit hole. God damn, it is raining so much. Nineteen hundred dollars is the starting point. All right. That means so. That means getting ripped off by a lease is only a two hundred dollar upcharge. <laughs> I want you to think yep. about that. It's good. It's very good. I want you to think about that shit for a minute. 
Uh, well, it's a, it's a luxury good now. It is. It, this is. It's a luxury good, and uh, if there's ever a time for game consoles to be completely relevant again, now's it. No, like it's that fucking. It's, it's like four hundred dollars, and you get four K ish ready gaming. Yeah, and or, like, if you want to hundred dollars to do the same thing for, or like fifteen hundred dollars to do the same thing for your computer, which would you rather buy? I mean, you yeah, can't. I understand the computer can also do your taxes, your video editing, your streaming, your 15... portfolio management, Hold on. And everything. That is true. Fifteen hundred for a computer right now, bro? No, not happening. But to play games. To play, okay, so just let's like freaking like I bought four games on a Switch, and I'm like all of a sudden I'm playing Switch for the winter. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so like, 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 I'm actually thinking to myself, like, maybe I don't need a Series X. I can get a Series S, and it's a 1080p system, really. But uh, it's either that, or I, you can spend the equivalent of $800 to get an equivalent graphics card. As someone who fucked around with both, I'm telling you right now, get the X. If anything, just for the extra storage. Mm. Um, but okay, so let's go pre-built. I went on Alienware. They have their pre-builds are not great i know but like you know that's where most dream ish it's mainstream ish so let's say that you're a basic streamer so you just need like a 3060 and a ryzen 7 5800 16 gigs of ram and then let's upgrade this a hard drive to an ssd because who the fuck would why is that even an option Okay, anyway. Let's upgrade, let's, throw, let's change that to a 1 terabyte SSD. So you're looking at $1,800 for what is effectively an upper mid-range system. Okay. That's a lot of money! That used to be 1200 bro. Or like a grand. It's, it's a... PC gaming is a luxury good, and... Is it the master race? Yep, but PCs have now become Ferraris, and so therefore a lot of people can't are not going to buy Ferraris because they can't afford Ferraris. So I'm gonna adjust my build to if I would have built it today. So okay. 3900x, so 5900x, uh, 3080 instead of 2080. Um, I still would have done 16 gigs of RAM. Um. Okay, we'll we'll pretend it's a hundred dollars. Put it in my own second hard drive. Um, thirty, almost thirty-two hundred dollars. Yep, it's a luxury good. It, like, um, like this. And a, I think like there kind of comes a point where I think eventually people will stop complaining and move on. I think yeah, I think I think it's gonna and, like how long can you complain? Like very clearly, like. <laughs> Like, very clearly, we can complain all we want, but they're not going to, out of goodwill of their hearts, just magically lower prices. If you lower prices, you still can't find one. So, uh, th- this is so honestly... It's just kind of reached the point where it's like, okay, I guess we're just going to go to laptops and game consoles again. Yeah, well, that's exactly what... That's PC a, gaming will go back to being... Niche. You know, It'll be, to be very niche. When developers realize, and, you know, maybe we don't want to build the PC version first. We should build the game console system first. Let's max the most out of these super powerful consoles that just came out. More people yeah. will own them anyway. Um, so, 
So and, and like let's let's take a look here. Like I've been I've been laptop shopping for myself and for Ray, and the one and I, I ended up he ended up getting uh, the ASUS I sent to you, Anthony. That's actually gone down in price even more. It's down to fourteen hundred. Um, and and I and I look at that right, and uh, you know, and I and I look at that and I'm just like, you know, for less than the the price of a high end gaming desktop, you can get an upper mid range laptop. So it's a Ryzen nine with a 3060 and um, and uh, what version of the processor is? It? Hold on, a 5900 mobile. So you can get that, get an Xbox or a PlayStation, and you still would have spent less money than getting a upper mid range PC. Because that was, you know, over $2,200. And also, you're all good to go for streaming, provided that you can get find a capture card. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I feel like even streamers are going to start going this route. Because it used to be the streamer has our current setup, right? Where it's like the big fucking monster tower, the two monitors, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, that monster tower is now a laptop with a docking station. Right, exactly. So, because, uh, you know, dedicated graphics card with, like, crypto mining being a big thing, and it's just... <laughs> the frustration will go on long enough that people will move on. Yeah. And I, I, when I, they uh, move on, it's going to be kind of hard to convince them back. Because, like, you know, I'm thinking about how long it took before, like, the PC Master Race thing became a mainstream thing. Like, like the PC guys were spending a lot of the early 2010s trying to tell everybody how good of a value it is, which it was. Uh, I don't think it was, it was until like the mid or late 2010s when everyone's like, Oh yeah, these are pretty good. Probably because the game consoles were getting a little long in the tooth. Well, so that, that joke came around from zero punctuation, which that, that, uh, that particular episode, I just looked it up, came out in January of 08. So that means, and like, so, and that means that that was like a joke for a good like three year period before it became the real thing. Yeah. So. <clears throat> well, and you know, it's just kind of one of those things where I'm pretty sure, like, you know, the PC mass race would think, well, we're still superior. I'm like, yeah, you guys are superior, and if you have the money, fantastic. You know, just like the Ferrari guys, the Lamborghini guys, the Mercedes guys. Congratulations. Yeah, great. Um, but the rest of us, we're going to move on to other things. The, the rest of us want to enjoy video games as well. Yeah, and that's yeah. We don't get we don't have we don't have fancy diamond plated uh, CPU cooler blocks, but. Uh, yeah. <coughs> there we go. Frog in my throat. Jesus. Um, I like release really like, and because like gaming and because like consoles these days are kind of more like PCs, they're going to release like, they're kind of doing the iPhone thing where every two years, two or three years, will, I mean, it's going to be on a holdup for now because and, of COVID and everything. And, and the thing is, be like three year upgrades, three year what, upgrades. What, what I realized with the PS4 Pro 
and the Xbox One X and the Switch OLED now is I'm kind of okay with that because I can sell my old one, which pays for over half of the new one, and just get my performance upgrade, and I set it and I play games still. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and like, I know that there's PC Master Race going, well, I didn't need to upgrade during that time period. I'm like, yeah, bro, but a 3080 right now is a down payment on a car. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the difference. There's a big difference between paying $2,000 for a fucking GPU right now, 1800 to 2000 and then or paying like what did I pay for my PS4 Pro? Like $280 after I traded in my PlayStation and abused my store credit. Yeah, like cuz it was like Black Friday, so I stacked another deal on top of another deal. But like, yeah, like it was it, it it's just like it, it doesn't seem like and I've even had like hardcore PC guys go to me and be like, "Hey man, what's your what's your thoughts on the new Xbox?" And I'm like, "Well, I th- I think it's great. I've had no problems with it." You know? Right. Uh, Considering that these days exclusives aren't really quite as strong as they used to be, especially on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Like on Xbox, if you have a PC, great. If you have a Series X or S, great. You're playing the same game. I mean, in some cases, you might be playing the better version. Because Halo Infinite, I was playing it at 4K 120. Locked in during the beta. Parker was barely hovering around 60 FPS on his 2080. So, like, in the, in the case of Xbox, it's like PC games are on Xbox, Xbox games are on PC. Great. It's not I, like the old days. And unless your favorite games are the Sony exclusives, which some people, that might be the case. Hey, and if that's the case, man, go buy a fucking PlayStation. Yeah, more power like to Sony you. eventually ports those games to PC if you if you are patient. <clears throat> but if they're your favorite games, you're not going to want to wait that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, like, for example, like, I, I you know, I, I adored the first Last of Us that, like, even waiting two extra days because they fucked up my order was agony for the sequel. You know, um, so, uh, you know, so I, I go and I, you know, like, so unless, like, PlayStation exclusives, though, are your just, those are your favorite fucking games. Like, your favorite games of all time are God of War, Horizon, Gran Turismo, and Spider-Man, you know, then, like, you know, it's just kind of like, well, you know, exclusives aren't what they use. Nice, like mm-hmm. you said. Like, it's not like, like, think about all the, like, shit that was exclusive to consoles during the PS2 era. Right. It's like it made or break a system. Right. Like you look at the PS2 library, right? Mm-hmm. You look at this and you're, 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 it's amazing. It's like aggressive inline that never came to PC amplitude, burnout three, dark cloud two, Devil May Cry eventually did go to PC, but way after that's life. Final Fantasy X, Guitar Man, Frequency, Guitar Hero, uh, you know, the Gran Turismo games, GT, you know, Okami, Resident Evil 4, <clears throat> you know, the Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, Beautiful Joe, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, like I I think that there's gonna be there's gonna be a market shift um, real soon away from PC as the primary platform. That's a shame because I think when it's at its best, when PC is what it was for the past like eight ish years, uh, the 1080 days, like the the nine, I'll I'll call it the nine series through the through the twenty series, you know, um. You know, we'll call the nines through the twenties. We'll say twenty fourteen to twenty nineteen. Um, I couldn't think of a like better platform to play on. You add you add all the graphics, you add the price, you add a bunch of weird experimental shit, you add the triple A's, everything was affordable, like it was it was a golden era. And then a bunch of motherfuckers got greedy. <laughs> and the world stopped. Yeah, like uh, a lot of troubles trying to restart right now. Exactly. So I don't know, man. Like, we'll, we'll, like we'll, even if everything was perfect, though, event the prices would creep up anyways because tariffs became a thing, and or at least for us here in the U.S., tariffs. A lot of these electronics are manufactured in Asia and so China. Yeah, so because of the tariffs, the prices wouldn't exactly perfectly go back to where they used to be because of it. I mean... Uh, but then, of course, you know, all that kind of happened, and then, of course, we had the whole COVID thing, and now, like, right now, we've got entire, like, the, a sea of shipping ships, of, of shipping containers just sitting outside ports. Just chilling. And then you don't have truck drivers to drive. Like when a ship does come in, you don't have truck drivers to get all the containers off of the ship onto the truck to deliver. It's, it's all basically right now. The whole thing is be patient. You have to, because what can you do? Shouting yeah. louder, shouting, shouting louder isn't seem isn't going to make your graphics card show up any faster these days unless you've got like cash. I, and, and I mean that's what makes, the, what makes your graphics card show up sooner. Pay pay two grand. Yeah, there you go. Win. And you know, and obviously, like if this goes on for a number of years, and consoles become like the big thing again, it's it's not like PC Master Race gaming is going to spring back to life in like a week or a month. <clears throat> and it's going to be years again before it comes back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so um. I think that might be it for the for the uh, show, everybody. Um, do anyone have anything else they want to bring up? Anything else they want to discuss? Um, I got a lot of Final Fantasy to play. I think I got some Metroid to play, and also I was the fucking Patriots scored fifty four points this weekend. Holy you sure shit. did. And I, I, I fucking also I fucking <laughs> told my grandfather about that fucking Bengals game. I fucking told him. <laughs> I was like, that team has lost five straight to the Ravens. They are a good team. They are young and hungry. They're going to go into Baltimore and fucking rock that house. Also, was, the Baltimore D this season has been dog shit. Y yes, I will say that. But, like, I was totally right about that fucking game. Mm -hmm. um, I'm probably not going to be right about that Detroit game, though. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um and then, oh yeah, I'll update on my Broncos. They lost. Yes, um, <laughs> to a backup quarterback <laughs> and a third string running back. 
Damn. Um, please, for the love of God, fire our offensive coordinator in particular. <laughs> I can, you know, like I can, I can, I can deal with, uh, like, like I can deal otherwise. Like I understand some of the other stuff, but like I can't watch another game where we have all this offensive talent just be fucking squandered. It's just too much to bear. Um, yeah. Like, like I honestly think probably Vic Fangio needs to go as well. But, you know, I the offense coordinator is the far bigger scapegoat that needs to go first. Um, just... Fuck, dude. I don't. Yeah. Um, team, the Bears is playing Tampa Bay today. Currently, uh, Tampa is up seven nothing, and I'm sure that um, every other sentence has something to do with Tom Brady. Yep, probably. But oh, hey, it's, it's 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 quite like the guy is absolutely amazing. But at the same time, I feel like the guy has become a media obsession wherever he walks. Anything he says, it, it just... Well, well you know... Great, greatest of all time, okay, yes, I understand that, but oh my goodness. Yes, but now he's allowed to have a personality because he doesn't play for New England. Um, that's... I suppose. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. Tampa Bay is 12-point favorites. I didn't bet that game. Um, looking at the morning ticket... Uh, ba 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 I didn't want to bet that Carolina game. My grandfather was, but my grandfather told me, hey, pick one for him. I said Carolina. They got rocked by the Giants. That's surprising. Uh, I was right about the Patriots. I was right about the Titans. I was right about the Bengals. I'm probably going to be wrong about the Rams. The Raiders, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, so like, up 7-0. Yeah, no. I. This has been a terrible season for betting. Like these these games are fucking wild. I've I started watching football regularly and um some old names I see I'm like, Oh hey, it's Matthew Stafford. Wait, what? He's in LA now? And he's actually doing good in LA now? Yep. Um and then Detroit's the same. Uh and I'm and then I watch and like some things just look exactly the same, like last week's Bears Packers game. I just like, Yep, it's a Bears Packers game and the pack and the Aaron Roger Packers win again. Wow. I could have not. I never saw that coming. <laughs> oh lord! Um, I actually kind of don't know what's going. I actually don't know much of what's going on in the AFC actually because I didn't pay much attention to Lamar Jackson and some of the crazy stuff he did. All right, let me run through. Uh, I actually have no idea what's going on in Denver at all. All right, uh, everything me... I know about Denver was the Peyton Manning, John Fox years. All right, right. let me let me give you a rundown of the AFC. AFC North is a very competitive division. The Steelers are held together by bubblegum and hope because, dear Lord, Ben Roethlisberger looks like he's 70. Literally two weeks ago, I watched him throw a pass and fall down. Mm -hmm. The Cleveland Browns looked like favorites to win the division until they got a million injuries. They're incredibly well coached. They still can. The Ravens depend entirely on Lamar Jackson. This yep. is a one-man band. They are a well-coached one-man band, but a one-man band. Yep. 
Cincinnati, I cannot fucking believe this, is winning the division right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have come, but their new coach seems like a good coach, and they did completely rebuild their roster. So, props to them. Uh, all right, the AFC South. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are a fucking burning tire fire. Uh, their head coach is way over his head. He's only coached college ball before, and it fucking shows. Mm-hmm. The Jets, same, same shit, except they had the second overall pick in the draft. New England is three and four, mostly by beating up on bad football teams. Uh, they really need a fucking quarterback badly. And even if they didn't, they need to just more talent in general. Their last three drafts have gone very bad. <clears throat> the Buffalo Bills have a great quarterback, great offense, great defense. Um, Same game when they played against the Chiefs. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, they've been kicking ass. Wow. That was like it's it's. I basically just watch the teams like, wow, you guys are amazing on offense. You're yeah. amazing on defense. Just complete they're well coached um you know they started out the season kind of slow but ever since have been on point um finally the afc west the chiefs are are in the middle of a meltdown uh i don't know if it's a super bowl hangover i don't know if it's they lost 27 to 3 against the titans yes the titans that is a meltdown. The Titans, to be fair, are five and two, and they have the number one way you beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Hold on to the ball as long as humanly possible. But what's their record right now? The Titans or the Chiefs? Yeah, uh, the Chiefs. Three and four, tied with the bottom of the division with the Broncos. Yeah. Come on, Tank Kansas City. Just watching that team, you're just kind of like. Watching like the Super Bowl team, but worse. Yeah, uh, you're watching magic that keeps fizzling out. Uh, the Raiders used to the Raiders got John Gruden fired for being racist. They mm-hmm. have a really good offense, a kind of so-so defense. They're playing better than up to their potential. The Chargers have a great roster overall and are kind of kicking ass. The Broncos have a great roster, but it doesn't matter because their coaching is fucking inept. And even if their coaching wasn't inept, they have been bit by the injury bug. All four of their starting linebackers were hurt on this last week's game. Bradley Chubb, Vaughn Miller, uh, Josie Jewell, and Alexander Johnson at at one point were not on the field at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. Literally every backup linebacker was playing. Someone, for the love of God, fire their training staff, fire their coaching staff immediately. (laughs) Um, They have a roster to win now. For the love of God, go do it. Uh, The Texans. Bad coaching, bad front office, Jesus freak front office. Uh, Not really all as much to say there. The Colts, injury bug and bad luck. They're better than two and four. Tennessee Titans, five and two. This very similar to the the uh, Ravens is a one man band, except that band is a running back, and he is a man that you I would be afraid to tackle. Hmm. Derrick Henry is a scary man. Yes. 
He's a scary, scary man. I didn't know him before uh, before drafting him, but now I'm like watching with intent. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, dude, I'm surprised you didn't know, but this guy, like, I remember watching like the first year he started in the NFL, and like looking at him on film and being like, why is he so much bigger than everyone else? <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? He's a fucking running back, dear lord. Um, and that's the AFC, Anthony. Okay. Sounds. We'll see. I I don't know how to put into words, um, because like I was kind of watching last year, but I wasn't keeping up. Whereas like this year I'm starting to notice stuff like, you know, wow, Lamar Jackson is pretty cool. And wow, Kansas city is just falling apart completely. And Hey, Justin Fields at the Bears is, uh, he's a rookie. He, he just needs to be a little more comfortable, get some experience, and then, oh, it's Green Bay again. <laughs> you know, I... So I'm, I'm paying some attention, but it's like my whole, my brain is just constantly stuck in 2012. It was the last time I really paid attention to football to the point where I could still name a lot of the players on the Bears uh, roster. roster at the time. Um, so it makes uh, it's what makes watching Tampa Bay fun. So it's a whole team of like, oh, you're here now. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're here now, and you're winning like crazy. Oh, that's cool. Huh? Yeah. Jesus. Um, because like even like when it comes to the Bears, like it's just like, man, I don't even know. Like I know Justin Fields, I know Andy Dalton's there. Andy Dalton's there. <laughs> Andy Dalton's there. Sure. Like, like Nick Foles, wow. I mean, way last year, but I guess he's like third string now. I guess is he? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, okay, David Montgomery. Hey, there's a reasonably solid running back. That reminds me a little bit of Matt Forte. Uh, defensive people, I actually kind of don't know many people on the Bears defense besides Cleo Mack. That's Man. all you need. Yeah. Um. um and then, like, there's obviously some other adjustments. Like, oh, hey, the Texans completely suck now. That's interesting. Last time I paid attention, it was Casey. Casey, Casey Keeson. Wait, well, who's mm-hmm. who's quarterback? Uh, well, like the last time I paid attention to the Texans was like Case. Casey oh, Case Keenum. Yeah, when Matt Schaub was out. Yeah, um, the the Brown. He's he's currently the Browns' backup quarterback. Yeah, and then I'm like, wait, Geno Smith is with the Seahawks? Yep, he's oh. Russell Wilson's backup. Yeah. Yep. So there's a lot. There's a lot of getting used to, and obviously, you know, like I'm just like, and now you know, obviously, I'm. Bronson and I were in the state of Nevada, so it's just kind of a little weird for me to be like Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, never. I mean, I know that was thing last year, but still, Las Vegas Raiders. I know they were the LA Raiders, and they've been the Oakland Raiders, and now they're the Las Vegas. What? Anyway, guys, uh, I think think that's it for the show. You guys have (laughs) a yeah. We had a long run this week. Thank you. We love you. Bye. See you guys.